Tyler, if you or someone can tell us how to turn off the chat, that would be helpful. I'm on I'm on a Windows laptop and I have not found a way to stop the chat from popping up every time there's a comment, which means it's constant. Welcome to the Hedgehog Watchdog. I'm your host. Here, let me mute this real quick. I'm your host, Devin Saxon. Uh, we're watching part three of the LNC meeting uh, regarding New Hampshire. Uh, it's been going on for this is the last of the three meetings. Uh, I think everybody's pretty burnt out by all this. Um, if you need a lowdown of what's going on, uh, you could check out one of our previous episodes, either one of the last two or the next episode tomorrow. Um, we're going to have the former secretary of the Libertarian Party of New Hampshire on. So we'll get boots on the ground uh, testimony of what went down and how this all started. So that should be good for people that want a uh, quick summary of how this all started. Essentially, uh, there's a situation where there were two affiliates uh, for the Libertarian Party of New Hampshire, both claiming to be the only one. I think it's been resolved now that the the affiliate from March is the affiliate. I believe that this meeting, the LNC will be voting on a um, creating an investigative committee to investigate what happened. Uh, a uh, regional representative from Region One resigned today as well. Uh, to add to all the other resignations that have been going down, I think that was a Francis um, Went, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, from Region 1. Um, they all write big, long letters about why they're resigning. I haven't had a chance to read his yet. Um, but we had another representative from Region 8 resign uh, two days ago, I believe. The LNC chair, Joe Bishop Hedgeman, resigned. There's currently a vote to remove Karen Ann Harless. I believe that's down close to passing. But has not yet. So. Um, today we will be watching the, uh, the third meeting. And I think I'll just let the audio start playing and I'll shut up and we'll go from there. You're just great. Good deal. Uh, Tyler or somebody, can you tell me how to edit my name? I can edit you. Yeah, if you could just make me a uh, region one um, acting rep, that would be great. Mr. Valente, we would like to see your cat if possible. <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure where she's at right now. So. Mr. Tyler, if you ever need help with the name thing, I seem to have that ability as well. Excellent. By the way, just a heads up, this episode is brought to you by PinkCoin. You can check them out at PinkCoin.com. Most of our members are probably here. We'll double check that as well. I can call a roll whenever you instruct me to. I'm gonna let the stream get going just a few moments. 
Um, but in this meeting, unlike the other two meetings, um, um, there will be I'm no public comment on my screen. Um, there will just be okay, straight uh, to business. Let's call this meeting. To so this shouldn't take nine oh four p.m. Uh, three hours like it did last time. The last two uh, meetings, hopefully. Okay. And this time I'm going to group regionals with their alternates, so I don't need to go back. Um, Ms. Bill, you here. Ms. Adams. Present. Mr. Bowen. Here. Ms. Epke. Here. Mr. Hagan. Here. I am present. Mr. Hewitt. I'm here. Mr. Fiera. Present. Ms. Hogarth. Here. Mr. Valente. Present. Mr. Longstrath. Present. Mr. Nana. Oh, I'm here. Mr. Hall. Mr. Hall. Mr. Nicola. Present. Mr. Sexton. Present. Mr. Phillips. Present. And uh, Mr. Buffman has already indicated he will not be here. Thank you. Mr. Routset. I am here. Ms. Sarwark. Here. Mr. Smith. Present. Mr. Lucini. Here. And I know the acting chair is here. I'm going back to Mr. Hall. Okay, Mr. Chair, it appears that Mr. Hall and Mr. Buffman are not present, but their primaries are. Excellent, so we have quorum, excellent. All right, um, Madam Secretary, and I guess the whole board, uh, let me start by saying we're not doing public comment tonight because this is a continuation of the meeting from last night. This is not a new meeting. This is the same meeting continued. That was what we adjourned last night to this time and date. Um, and that's why we're just picking up exactly where we left off last night, just after midnight. Um, and if in that vein, Madam Secretary, do you have the motion handy as amended where we left off last night? Um, I did, um, but I need to find it again. I kept bumping it up. Um, and I know Mr. Nicola did the same thing. Yeah, here we go. Um, okay. Other people kept bumping it. Thank you. Um, do you need me to read it or bump it I'm again? Gonna, I'm going to bump it. Yes, bump it on the, the list, please. Yep. And I can post it in chat. I have to do it in chat by paragraph because it's too long to do one post. That is fine. I just want to make sure that all the committee members uh, can definitely see what we're doing. And then also uh, the people in the gallery uh, who are here can also see it. So I'm going two paragraphs by two paragraphs into chat. Okay. It's in chat. Thank you very much, Ms. Harlows. Um, okay. So Is where Richard are we... here? I saw his name flash for being in the waiting room. Uh, Mr. Longstreth. Make sure. 
Can you shut the door, Wayne? Here we go again. All right. Um, so where we are right now, there's a motion on the floor. Uh, we are back to discussion of the main motion. I will note that I do not remember who spoke, whether in favor or against, last night. We uh, left last. with Ms. Bill Yu. Okay. And I seem to recall Ms. Bill Yu wanted to see some language about caucuses, but did not have the specific language at the time. Um, does anyone want to speak in favor or against the motion? Or, of course, it is always in order to bring forth an amendment. And uh, I see Ms. Bilyeu's hand is up. And she was the last to speak. So go ahead, Ms. Bilyeu. Yeah, I would just move to amend uh, to add specifically the, the language regarding note that not only they can't be LNC members, but they also can't be caucus members. And not just leadership, but caucus members. Um, that's what I what I would like to see. And it's really just adding a couple words wherever we think is appropriate. So, if I understand your motion correctly, you are moving to amend the final sentence of the first paragraph to read: "No LNC members or caucus members shall be eligible to serve on this committee." That would suffice. Yes. Okay. There has been a motion made. Is there a second? Uh, Mr. Chair. Yes. This is Joshua Smith uh, at large. I uh, I would be amenable to seconding that if the language was changed to say no caucuses as of June 6th, since the second biggest caucus in the party, the Libertarian Pragmatist Caucus, dissolved yesterday. So, but, Mr. Chair, I, this is out I, of order. This I, yes, it is out of order. I was just going to say the, there is a motion on the floor, and we are not in a caucus, uh, committee of the whole. So I will second. That is a second by Mr. Lucini. So we are now in discussion. Uh, Ms. Bilyeu, would you like to speak to your amendment? Um, I would just think it's important that if, if we want this to truly be an impartial investigative body, then to make sure that there are no members from either of the caucuses that were involved or um, any other ones for that matter. And with regard to what Mr. Smith just said, I don't really understand what the date has to do with anything. Um, if, if we know that someone was in a caucus that was involved in this thing, then that counts. Uh, Mr. Mr. Chair, if I can speak. And I also have my, my you can't see my hand, but. I've had my hand first. Oh, yeah, no, no, you were definitely first. All right, so I have Smith, Nana, and. Carlos. I, am, so, I have my hand up as well. Oh, I'm sorry. I see that now. And I also see some more hands going up. All right. We're, we've got them going up now. All right. Hang on. Let's, let's go ahead and hear from Mr. Smith. Um, go ahead, Mr. Smith. Okay. So uh, the date is important to me because as of June 6th is, is basically the first, first time we found out about any correspondence uh, with, with regards to the, the matter at hand. Um, the pragmatist caucus it, it existed then, and your your amendment doesn't have language that uh, that talks about that. I mean, your your amendment is just no caucuses, but none of those people are in the caucus anymore because the pragmatist caucus dissolved yesterday. So I want to make sure that if you know if all the caucuses are going to be excluded, then we need to also exclude the caucus that dissolved yesterday as well. 
Um, and that needs to be explicit in, in the amendment. Otherwise, people just be like, oh, I'm not in a caucus, you know, and then it's people who were involved in this factional thing that we're all worried about. So I just want to make sure that that is, is stated. That's that's all I'm worried about. Uh, thank you, Mr. Smith. Uh, Mr. Nana. Thank you. Um, so I, 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 I am with the intent of this of this amendment. I understand the intent, but uh, I don't know how the heck we're going to. How are we going to police it? I mean, how do we know what defines a member of a caucus? What caucuses count? Does the Waffle House caucus count? Does uh, you know the Libertarian Dad caucus count? I mean, what what is the scope of this, and how the heck do we define a member? I, I mean, I think I think honestly, at this point, we're going to need to bite the bullet and go completely outside the party if we want a truly impartial investigation. Because I mean, I, I don't know how we police whether or not you're in a caucus or whether or not you're a member or were you a member on such and such date, you know, especially now that since one of the caucuses has dissolved, we're not going to be able to demand membership roles from a caucus. So, I mean, I, I don't see how we even enforce this. Um, Stephen Akela here. Uh, I, oh. Okay, so um, I'm looking at the list here. Okay, so everybody's going to talk. Cool. All right, we're good. Um, let, me, let me write these all down here, and I apologize. Um, and, and again, my issue is that they don't, the hands don't always go up in the correct order. Um, Mr. Harris, do you, who do you see? I can assist with order if you, yeah, if you would like. That would um, be wonderful. Thank you. I see Smith, Ebke, Lucini, Valente. Okay. And I assume Smith is an artifact? Yeah. Uh, Smith, yeah. Smith has just lowered. So I see uh, Ebke, Lucini, Valente, Roundsap. Michaela would also like to be recognized. And mine has been physically raised since the beginning. Okay. Um, let's see. So we've heard two, one for, two against. Um, okay. I'm just trying to see it. We'll just do it. All right. We'll just go on. All right. Um, let me, let's hear from Ms. Harlos, and then we will go down the list as the hands are shown on the electronic. Thank you. Um, some of the same concerns, right? Does the Libertarian Get Naked Caucus? What about the Libertarian Alligator Caucus? We can't define this, but I have another wrinkle to add to this. According to the Pragmatist Caucus bylaws, every single member of the Libertarian Party was considered a member of their caucus because I had been complaining about being a member of a caucus without my consent since their bylaws were drafted. So nobody would be able to be able to be in this um, committee. The better way is to put forth good candidates and we can vet these candidates about their background, their biases, and their potential caucus involvement. That's the way to responsibly handle it. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Harlos. Uh, Ms. Epke. Um, yeah, actually, I find myself in agreement with both Ms. Harlos and Mr. Nana. Um, it's, it, I appreciate the intent um, but I do think that we run into a bit of a problem with um, trying to figure out who's a member of what caucus, um, because, you know, do we go based on Facebook group membership? Do we go on who's like pages? Do we, you know, do we just do the, 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 the caucus formerly known as, known as the Pragmatist Caucus, or do we, um, you know, do, do we um, look at the, look at the, uh, the, the Mises Caucus or, 
Um, just those two? Is it the Radical Caucus? Is it the Audacious Caucus? I mean, I, I think we really, um, we, we really run into a problem. And I don't know that we have any way, um, I don't, we don't have any authority to demand membership or mailing lists from either of those caucuses or any of the caucuses, I don't believe. So even the larger caucuses, um, it would be problematic. Thank you, Ms. Epke. I'm going to ask right now of the people that have their hands up, is there anyone who actually wants to speak in favor of this motion, this amendment? Partially. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're on deck next anyway, Mr. Lucini, so go ahead. It's Lucini with a hard C. Just so I'm sorry. Um, so uh, I find myself in agreement with both our secretary and Ms. Epke. Um, I appreciate the sentiment. I think it's unworkable. Um, I would like to offer a friendly amendment to remove the caucus language and substitute um, any LNC member or immediate past LNC member um, or staff. Um, so immediate past staff, I, I don't know how you define that. I'd have to work on that language a little bit, but um, I would like to, can I make it a motion to amend the amendment? Um, um, I wish you wouldn't. <laughs> uh, it would be it would be out of order at this time, Mr. Moment, if you would like. I, I I tend to agree that it would be out of order. I I think if to try to make this simple and get through this as quickly as possible, let's take amendments, get only one deep, let's dispense with it and get back to the main and see if we can get done tonight. I, I really want to have this hammered out tonight if we can. Um. So, if it's okay with you, Mr. Lucini. I, if I will then just call the question, be done with it. Okay, then Mr. Lucini has called the question. Um, yeah, um, is there- It was a, a good amendment, we could have done it, but. Okay. So, all right, question's been called. Is there a second on calling the question? Second. Right, there's a second. Um, Madam Secretary, please call the roll. Is there an objection? I, to passing the amendment, I suspect. No, to calling the question. Oh, I'm so sorry. Is there objection this, to calling the question? This is on calling the question. Yeah. Is there objection to calling the question? I'm not hearing any objection to calling the question, in which case then let's call the roll on the actual uh, amendment. Okay, thank you. Ms. Bill Yu? Yes. And everyone's clear this is on the amendment. I just, okay, thank you. Uh, Mr. Bowen? No. Ms. Epke? No. Mr. Hagen? No. I will vote no. Mr. Hewitt? Can you repeat what the amendment is? I'm sorry. Um, it's on my other screen. Do you have it handy, Mr. I don't want to blow up my cursor again. Um, yes. The amendment is that at the end of the first paragraph where currently reads, no LNC members shall be eligible to serve on this committee, would be amended to read, no LNC members or caucus members shall be eligible to serve on this committee. Okay, I, I vote no. Okay, thank you. Ms. Hogarth? No. Mr. Longstreth? Yes. Mr. Nana? No. Mr. Nikaela? No. Mr. Phillips? No. Mr. Routset? 
No. Ms. Sarwark? No. Mr. Smith? Nope. Mr. Lucini? No. Mr. Chair, is two in favor? 13 opposed. The chair will not vote. So, all right. So that means that with uh, a vote of two to 13, the amendment fails and we are back to the main motion. I'd like um, to make a amendment. Uh, okay, Mr. Lucini, your amendment? Um, essentially the same language as previously with the caucus language deleted and immediate past LNC members or staff being excluded. Okay, so I, I think what I'm hearing you say is that the amendment would read no LNC members, immediate past LNC members or staff. Staff or form or, or immediately or past immediately staff. Immediately past staff. Mr. Chair. Mr. Chair, point of inquiry. Yes, Mr. Smith. Uh, is it what aren't we going to involve staff when we when we look through emails and stuff? Wasn't Tyler like initially going to be a part of it? Well, they're acting at the direction of the uh, investigatory body, not on it. They don't vote on it. Oh, okay. Well, I guess if that's it's just the committee, that makes sense. But I know that that initially we were talking about having. Tyler be a part of it. So, and actually, when I said, uh, let me amend my, well, let me rephrase mine. So, uh, there has not been a second. So, you have the opportunity. Okay. So, uh, where it says uh, no LNC member, immediate past LNC member, or anyone who's been staff for the last five years. Okay. Because, because immediate past staff, I have no idea what that means. Is everyone clear what the amendment is, or do they need that reread? I'll second it. Okay. Uh, the motion then is made by Mr. Lucini and seconded by Mr. Hagen. Uh, we are now in discussion. Mr. Lucini, would you like to speak in favor? I believe that that excluding LNC members is wise, but um, there has been historical um, conflicts between current LNC. Um, and some um, former LNC LNC are in that area, so I think it just makes sense to broaden the scope of the exclusion to make sure that we don't have any other potential issues. I will say that I agree with Ms. Harlos that I'm fairly certain that we will pick the appropriate people, and we don't need to over-specify the restrictions here. So, okay. Thank you, Mr. Lucini. Is there anyone who would like to speak against? Um, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm trying to pull the participants back up. I see that there are four yeah. people in queue. Yeah, I would like to speak against, Mr. Chair. Okay. And Mr. Harris, is, is Mr. Nana the first one on your list as well, or who's on your list? I have Mr. Bowen, Ms. Adams, Mr. Nana, Ms. Epke. Adams, Nana, Epke. Thank you, Mr. Harris. Uh, let's go, uh, Mr. Bowen. Yeah, thank you, Mr. Chair. Um, I have a question just uh, concerning the language. Are we saying that we are restricting anyone from who has served on the LNC for the last five years 
and anyone who has been hired as staff for the last five years. I think I'm okay with that. I just want to bring to the attention of the board that are we eliminating someone who may be potentially a good good um, member to to put on that committee? I don't know the answer. I'm just want to make sure that that is the exact wording. We are going to restrict that five years back from the date that we um, approved the motion. And I'd like to hear people's thoughts on whether that might be too restrictive. Thank you. I can tell you how it's worded. <clears throat> Michaela here. Uh, hold on one moment. Uh, Mr. Lucini, would you like to respond to that? So I believe the way that it's worded is it restricts LNC and immediate past LNC. So if you were um, replaced by somebody who's on the current LNC, then you would be immediately passed. So that is typically going to be a, a two-year uh, prohibition. We could, I am completely open to a friendly amendment to simply put a year number on it. I also think that I'm completely open to changing five years to any other time period. Um, I am not beating the drum on this. So I would like to hear other people's opinion on those restrictions. As would I. Thank you, Mr. Lucini. Uh, next, I have Ms. Adams. Yeah, thank you, Mr. Chair. I, I don't know that I'm speaking against it. I don't think that it's a bad amendment, but something Mr. Nana said kind of hit home with me when he said the only way we get a truly kind of clean, fair, unbiased investigation is if we go 100% outside and maybe, maybe that's the way to go. Initially, I supported Mr. Nikhail's original motion was I really thought that was the way to go. And now I think maybe anybody who touches this, when, when we're talking about bias, we all have it. So maybe going completely outside of our organization is the way to go. And I know a lot of people are going to be reluctant about spending that money, but I think we're talking again about investing in the future of our party and it might be important. Thank you, Ms. Adams. Uh, Mr. Nana? We on the amendment. We we are on the amendment. Okay, because yeah. that was kind of way off coast. Um, so I'm gonna try to speak directly to the amendment. Um, so I think this overcomplicates it. Um, I think I would be amenable to to the amendment saying something like <laughs> no past LNC member or past staff period, and I think that would clean it up and make it a lot easier. That way, we just know who is eligible and who's not right off the bat. Um, but you know, as I said earlier, I think we're going to have to change this motion in a way that makes it so that no party member is a part of this investigation period. Thank you, Mr. Manana. Uh, Ms. Epke. Yeah, my, um, <clears throat> my only concern with this um, is, is, again, what Mr. Bowen and Mr. Lucini have both talked about. I think that um, to tighten it up in this particular amendment, I think a time frame is is reasonable five years seven years i don't know what the magic number is but i think we should we should put a time frame on it because otherwise um if we're going to go with members um we lose a fairly significant um number of people who might be interested um but who haven't you know who, who are members um who deal with things uh fairly uh, moderately. So I, I mean, I just like to see a, a time frame. If we're going to say five years for staff, I would also say five years for um, for the uh, LNC members, somebody who's been out for at least five years. What is the information? 
Uh, I heard a point of information. I don't know who. It's Lucini. Um, can, can I withdraw this motion since it's been seconded? It's not not technically no. Uh, since we're not in a committee of the whole, I, I don't think we can. Um, he, he can withdraw it if there's no objection. Okay, Mr. Brown uh, says we can be withdrawn if there's no objection. So, Mr. Lucini, are you asking for it to be withdrawn? Yes, I am. Okay, is there objection to this amendment being withdrawn? I am not hearing objection to this amendment proposal being withdrawn. Uh, so we are now back to the main motion. Mr. Chair, I'd like to speak in the main motion, please. Okay, uh, Mr. Nicalo, um, I don't know who's, all right, so now we've got a problem of we've got artifacts of hands raised for lots of things. Um, yes, so we're back to here. Uh, Mr. Harris, I actually show Mr. Nicola as the next speaker. Is is he showing that on yours? I do as well, followed by Mr. Longstreth and Mr. Nana. Perfect. Uh, Mr. Nicola, you have the floor. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Uh, I just want to make it understood that if this motion passes the body, the LMC will choose who serves on this committee. So we could go into the details later on when we choose based on the merits of each individual who we'd like to be a part of this committee. Coming up with different amendments as to restrictions now, um, it's not necessary in my opinion because we'll be voting on the individuals later on. Um, so I think that's up to the board anyway. So we should just focus on those merits. And for full disclosure, I did speak with Mr. Jim Turney of Florida. He is a past LMC chair. He's not a member of any, any caucus. Uh, he's a very um, he's neutral individual. On the JC. Uh, correct. He's on the JC, as is Mr. Tom Arnold. And that will be something to be discussed. There's also others who I know that I uh, believe others on this committee have spoken to are also willing to serve on this investigatory committee. So we can definitely speak to the merits of those individuals, but there are uh, those that I believe would be very well fit to to serve on this on this committee um, that have agreed to do so. So I just wanted to make that apparent to the board and that we all understand that. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Nikayla. Uh, Mr. Longstreth. Uh, yes, I would move to require that any person that the LNC commits be a minimum of a member for five years in the party in good standing. All right, let me see here. So that will be trying to see where I'm trying to see where that's going to fit into this motion. It would be in the same place as all of these other qualifiers would be. So it'd be, you know, everywhere else we've been considering this. Right at the end of, I believe, the second paragraph. Give me a second. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> I'll point out that yesterday this wasn't so much a concern to figure it out. So it looks like it's actually at the end of the first paragraph where it says no LNC member shall be as eligible to serve on this committee. I would also add a sentence that reads, anyone selected must be a member in good standing of the national party for, for a minimum of five years. years. And I seconded that.
Okay, so the motion has been made and seconded to amend to add the sentence, and please correct me if this is incorrect. Anyone selected must be a member in good standing of the national party for a minimum of the last five years. Correct, that is my motion. Okay, um, and it has been seconded. And so uh, Mr. Longstreth, would you like to speak to your motion? I believe it is somewhat self-explanatory, but I, I will go ahead and speak on it. The, the, the fact of the matter is, is this is a, a movement that has come up in the party. The result of this election that happened in March was because of new people that ran for the board who previously were not involved. I would like to be as impartial as possible. And short of hiring our own private investigator or going outside of this group, the best way that we can try and gauge any sort of independence are people who have been with this party for a certain amount of time and who have seen the ebb and flow of how these things work. And I think that it is imperative that us as a group recognize that experience in this party is the only way that we might actually get some sort of an unbiased uh, decision. Again, absent hiring a private investigator or, or something similar. So uh, that is why I am pushing this and I would encourage uh, my fellow committee members to do the same. All right. Thank you, Mr. Longstreth. Uh, Mr. Harris, I see in my queue, um, now it's Mr. Lucini is at the top, then Nana, then Rod set. How do you have them on yours since mine keeps jumping? I have Mr. Nana, Mr. Lucini, and then Mr. Rod set. Okay. All right. Mr. Nana, are you speaking against this motion? Okay. Then Mr. Nana, you are recognized. Um, I have the floor, right? You do, yes. Okay, okay. Um, so here's the thing. We can sit here and argue over, over these amendments all night. We can come up with arbitrary uh, rules about who can serve and who can't. Nikayla, Mr. Nikayla said something earlier that, that I do also agree with. You know, it's gonna eventually be up to us to decide. At the same time, I think we, uh, we're never gonna get this hashed out through an email ballot, in my opinion. <laughs> so, um, I, I, I personally would not support this amendment because it's just muddying the waters even further. Um, again, whenever I get the chance to have the floor first, when we get back to the main motion, I'm going to have an amendment of my own. Thank you, Mr. Nana. Uh, Mr. Lucini, are you speaking in favor of the amendment? Uh, yeah, it's on. Uh, yes, I am. All right. Then, Mr. Lucini, you are recognized. Um, so I think this is a rational thing to do. Um, one thing I will note, I believe that there's nothing that would preclude this committee from hiring uh, a PI uh, to do some of its work, right? So um, we can have both with this motion without specifying excessive amount of restrictions on the committee members. Um, so I, I'd like to, as soon as we're, uh, I guess there's a couple more people, but, Let's just uh, let's vote on this and move on. Mr. Chair. Yes, Ms. Harless. Um, point of personal privilege. Go ahead. There is a very important email having to do with the entire situation that's in our inbox that I really believe the LNC needs to take a look at. The title of it is an LNC contact form called We Need to Stop Escalating Tensions. There's very, very important information in there. Thank you. It's out of order. This is out of order. Yeah. All right. The chair allowed me. Thank you. It's okay. Let's uh, let's do this, uh, Mr. Rodsep. You were in the speaking queue on this amendment. Uh, 
Mr. Rutz, if you're recognized. I believe that's the last person on this amendment. Thank you very much, Mr. Chair. I understand the spirit of this, uh, and I agree with the spirit of this, but I believe that we have already headed in the direction of hiring outside organizations. Uh, I would suggest hiring uh, and not a private investigator because a private investigator is basically just a legal stalker. Uh, but uh, a team of lawyers uh, would be what I would like to see on this uh, to get a fair and impartial result. Okay. Uh, thank you, Mr. Ronsep. Is there anyone else that would like to speak to this amendment? What is the amendment on the table? Because I am thoroughly lost at this point. No problem. The amendment is that anyone selected must be a member in good standing of the national party uh -huh. for a minimum of the last five years. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and is this an amendment to the other amendment? Because uh, no, we never voted on the other amendment. The other amendment with, with, was withdrawn without objection. Okay, gotcha. So we went back to the main motion and now we are amending the main motion. Thank you very much. No problem. Um, yeah, I'm going to um, vote this down. And when it's voted down, I'm going to re reintroduce the amendment that was withdrawn without objection. That was perfectly fine. We need to vet our we need to vet our candidates, and that will solve it. Um, and as far as this going to an outside firm, since it keeps coming in, even though it's not really on the table, I think I should be allowed to speak to it. There's a lot of history and culture here that are very important, like Oregon, Arizona, the way our judicial committee works, that I think will be absolutely lost with an outside firm. And I think we've got some really, really, really good members. I know I've heard some of the suggestions um, of people, and I think we can do this. Ms. Harlos, does anyone else want to speak to this amendment? Yes, I'd like to, Mr. Chair. I believe that's Mr. Mr. Chair. My hand is up. I, I am so sorry, guys. I, I'll, okay. I'll I'll yield to Mr. Longstreth. That's no problem. Mr. Harris, um, can you tell me whose hands are up currently? Uh, I see Mr. Nana's hand up. I'm not sure if that's an artifact or if that is. It's, it's uh, no, I can line for the main motion. Ignore me. Okay, so that is being ignored, and then I see Mr. Bowen and Mr. Longstreth. Okay, Mr. Bowen, are you speaking for or against? Uh, I have a, actually have a question concerning Go it ahead. again. D does would this amendment actually preclude us from appointing a non-libertarian party member to the board to the committee? Um, it's not the way I read it. Um, now, I, uh, Mr. Longstreth, would you? Was that your intent to exclude non-libertarian party members? Well, so here, here's the crossroads, and that touches a little bit on my speaking point. So I, I'll be brief, and, and I'll just say, yes, the way I worded the amendment, that would be the effect because it requires a minimum of five years in the party to serve on our investigation. I have more to comment on that when it's my turn to speak. Okay. Uh, I, I'll, I yield. Okay, thank you, Mr. Bowen. Uh, Mr. Longstreth, you are recognized. Uh, thank you, Mr. Chair. So my thoughts are are this: if we have it, we have a two choices in my mind that are the most agreeable, and and one of those is is we keep it inside the house. We rely on the history of this party. 
We rely on people who have been around, who understand the nuances, who who at least to some degree understand the struggles that happen in Oregon um, and and that sort of thing. And, and we rely on them. And that would require five years of being in this party as an estimate. I mean, within five years, I would expect you would have at least heard about Oregon once. And, and so that is why, where that line comes from. The other option, if this is voted down, is I would be very much in favor of hiring an outside firm or PI or hiring somebody independent of this LNC. But I, I just don't see how we can let anybody be on this committee. And I want some sort of a guideline for this LNC when we get to the next step this evening of trying to populate these names. So either either we choose now, it's got to be people older than five years in the party, or we shoot that down, in which case I would be very supportive of hiring a PI or, or somebody else not within the party. Uh, but we have a choice to make. Which avenue do we want to go? So when you vote for this amendment, that, that would be the consideration that I I would ask that you take into take into account the forecasting that vote. Thank you, Mr. Longstreth. Um, I still see Mr. Bowen's hand up. I assume that's an artifact. Yep, okay. And then Mr. It is. Nana's I'm sorry. In, that is no problem. Mr. Nana is uh, for the main motion. Uh, is there anyone else that wants to speak to this amendment? I'm not seeing or hearing anyone. Uh, therefore, we will move to a vote. Um, I believe I'm not going to get away with this, but is there objection to the amendment? Yes, there is. Okay. I object. Uh, then Ms. Harlos, would you please call the roll? Is any, is everyone, everyone's caught up on what we're voting on here. Adding a sentence to the end of the first paragraph that reads, Anyone selected must be a member in good standing of the national party for a minimum of the last five years. Madam Secretary, when you are ready, I am. Okay, uh, certainly. Um, Ms. Bilyeu. Yes. Mr. Bowen. Pass. Ms. Epke. Yes. Oh, I put that in the wrong spot. Forgive me. Mr. Hagan. I'll abstain. I am passing. Mr. Hewitt. I, I say no. Ms. Hogarth. Yes. Mr. Longstreth. Yes. Mr. Nana? No. Mr. Nikayla? No, let's just get to the vote. Mr. Phillips? Abstain. Mr. Roudsep? No. Ms. Sarwark? Yes. Mr. Smith? No. Mr. Lucini? Yes. I'm going to the passes. The first pass was Mr. Bowen with a vote of six to five. Did you hear me, Mr. Bowen? I'm sorry, I was on mute. I'm gonna vote now. Lord have mercy, this is a lot of fun. It's now a vote of six to six and I really hate to do this to you, Mr. Chair, but I am voting yes which makes it seven to six. 
Um, hmm. Okay. Um, if, if you don't vote, it passes. If you do vote yes, it still passes, but you probably just shouldn't vote. And if right. you vote no, it ties and fails. Correct. Uh, I am not going to vote. Seven to six. To two. There's a two abstentions. All right. So seven to six, the amendment passes. Uh, the sentence is added to the end of the mo of the first paragraph. And we are now back at the main motion as amended. Um, Mr. Nana, you still have your hand up. Do you want to speak? Yeah, I mean, it kind of it kind of precludes me from doing what I wanted to do. So I'm just going to call the question on the main motion. Seconded. Okay, there's a motion for calling the question and a second, or not a motion, but calling question and a second. Um, is there objection to calling the question? I'm not hearing any objection to calling the question on the main motion. So, um, I'll try this. Is there objection to the main motion as amended? Yes, yes, Mr. Chair. Okay, there, I, there is objection. Then, Madam Secretary, will you please take the uh, roll? Take the vote. Ms. Bill Yu. Yes. Mr. Bowen. Still thinking. Pass. Ms. Epke. Yes. Mr. Hagen. Yes. I shall vote yes. Mr. Hewitt. I will abstain. My region is against any kind of investigation since it's a moot point now. Everything seems to be back where it was before. Ms. Hogan. Yes. Mr. Longstreth. Mr. Hewitt brings up a good point. I abstain. Mr. Nana. No. Mr. Nakela. Yes, we have to investigate the corruption. Yes. Mr. Phillips. Yes. Mr. Rousseff. I'm sorry. Yes. Ms. Sarwark. I'm going to agree with uh, Mr. Longstreth and Mr. Hewitt, and, and I'll abstain. Mr. Smith. Uh, pass for a second. Mr. Lucchini. I'm thinking I'm going to pass for a second. Okay, I'm going back to the first pass. The votes right now are eight in favor, one opposed, three abstentions. Mr. Bowen? No, sir. I'm going to abstain. Okay, that puts me back to um, Mr. Smith. All vote And Mr. Lucchini. We're at eight, two, four. Um, so it doesn't matter how I vote. Only for the record. I'm going to expressly abstain. Okay, Mr. Chair, we have eight in favor, two opposed, five express abstentions. Okay, the chair will not vote. Uh, the motion passes eight to two to five. Um, and now we're back at our generic agenda, which I have lost the notes on exactly how that was worded, but I motion to adjourn. 
Uh, there's been a motion to adjourn. Is there a second? Second. There is a second for a motion to adjourn. Is there objection um, to adjourning? Yes. I object. Okay, there is multiple objections to adjourning. Um, I believe then we just go to a vote. Ms. Harlos, uh, can you call the roll on adjournment? Um, one moment, I think when the adjournment closes the assembly, you are allowed to debate, but I was clearing oh. out my ballot and I need to look up my Roberts unless Mr. Brown is here. The point of parliamentary inquiry. Go ahead. If we object to this adjournment, will we move immediately on to the because the motion expresses that we would move on to immediately vote on the three members of the committee, would it be in order to move on to those votes at that time? Or would we be at the orders of the day in adjournment regardless? Um, the orders of the day are discussion of the latest uh, happenings in the Libertarian Party of New Hampshire affiliate, I believe, at least that's a summary version, which is very open and open to anyone making any motion regarding that. Mr. Chair, this is Mr. Brown. Yeah, Mr. Brown. Regarding the question by Ms. Harlos, um, adjourning from this does not right. does not um, not debatable in the existence of the of the the assembly. Yeah. It just simply ends this this meeting, just like any other adjournment. I, yeah. I also I also have a point of inquiry. Okay, uh, the point of inquiry. I I can't see who's making it, but go ahead. It, it's it's Mr. Smith. Go ahead, Mr. Smith. If we were to not adjourn and start working on uh, these three positions for this ad hoc committee, um, are the people who would be nominated for that on this call to be vetted? Because if we're going to nominate them and vet them and vote on them tonight, I mean, probably going to take a while. So, so. Uh, Mr. Smith, I, I cannot answer that question. I do see that we have 181 people here, of which, uh, you know, 17 or so. 16 of them are us, a handful of staff, Mr. Brown, et cetera. But I, I can't speak for anyone who may be nominated and whether or not they're here. I have a suggestion, Mr. Chair. Um, but there are other people uh, ahead of me, um, Mr. Valente and Mr. Lucini. I believe that we have a motion to adjourn. Oh, sorry, you're correct. Uh, on the floor. So, and, and I apologize. Um, I know that adjourning to final and adjourning to another meeting are two different things. Which one was the debatable one? Are we debating? This is this? not debatable. That's what I thought. So, Madam Har uh, Madam Secretary, Ms. Harlos, uh, can you please call the roll? Ms. Bilyeu? No. Mr. Bowen? No. Ms. Epke? No. Mr. Hagen? No. I shall vote no. Mr. Hewitt? Emphatic yes. Ms. Hogarth? Yes. Mr. Longstrath? No. Mr. Nana? Yes. Mr. Nikaela? No. Mr. Phillips? Epstein. Mr. Routseth? Yes. Ms. Sarwark? No. Mr. Smith? No. Mr. Lucini? No. Okay, Mr. Chair, I have five yeses and nine noes.
Okay, and the chair will not vote. The motion fails to adjourn. We are back to the item of business that we were called for, which is discussions. Mr. Chair. Yes, Mr. Ferrer. I just want to let you know that I am going to be leaving the meeting temporarily. I will announce when I'm back. You said you will or will not be returning? I am going to try to return. Okay, thank you, Mr. I was really hoping for the adjournment. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. Mr. Chair. Um, Mr. Chair. Uh, I heard Ms. Harlow's first, so we'll go with her and go ahead. Um, I have a suggestion for how to proceed. Okay. Um, I would think it would be appropriate for LNC members tonight to make nominations um, and we just note them all down. Then those same LNC members can invite, and we also set a new meeting, and these LNC members can invite their nominees to come to that meeting to be vetted, and we choose them at that meeting. Um, I, I, okay. Um, I just have a brief procedural note. Uh, go ahead, uh, Mr. McGuire. If, if my alternate, David, is available to step in, I need to step out for a, a variable amount of time. Could be 10 minutes, could be half hour. Okay. That's fine. I'm here. I'm good. Mr. Valente, you're, you're in the driver's seat, Mr. Valente. All right. Uh, Mr. Harris, can you tell me there are three names I see hands up, and I apologize. Uh, who is uh, next in line? I have the order as Mr. Lucini, Mr. Nicola, and then Mr. Longstreth. Perfect. Then uh, Mr. Lucini, you are recognized. I actually was just trying to find out with Mr. Longstreth. Um, so I'm just going to pass my time. Okay. Um, who was, uh, was it Mr. Nicola was next, I believe? That is what I have. Okay. Uh, Mr. Nicola, you're recognized. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Well, I, I, I do think that we could certainly move forward with um, nominations for another meeting. I do understand that Mr. Tom, Tom Arnold has agreed to be on this uh, committee. So at this time, I would ask if there's a second, uh, I would think it's appropriate to move forward with a motion to appoint Tom Arnold as one of those members to the committee. Okay, uh, it is in order. Uh, there has been a motion to appoint Mr. Tom Arnold as one of the members of the investigative committee. Is there second. a second? Second. All right, Mr. Valente seconds that motion. Uh, we are now in discussion on the appointment of Tom Arnold to the committee. Objection. And okay, I see your hand, Ms. Harlos. Um, I, I also, uh, Mr. Harris, can you tell me, I see hands going up and I already had Nana, Longstreth and Valente in the queue on the main motion. Can you tell me what the current queue looks like? The current order that I have is Longstreth, Nana, Valente, Lucini, Hagen, Adams. Mr. Chair, I don't, I don't mean to interrupt. Uh, wouldn't it be uh, in order to take multiple nominations at once? That way we don't do this piecemeal one at a time and, and get bogged down. Second. Mr. Nana, it is, it is in order to take them one at a time as a group. 
there's plenty of ways this could be done. Uh, well, I, I'm asking because I would like to nominate someone, but uh, I don't know. They are here in the chat, and I and I don't know. If, you know, I don't want to trample on the uh, Mr. Nikayla nominating Mr. Arnold. That's all. Just trying to be courteous. If I may make a suggestion, Mr. Nana, that once we dispense with uh, the nomination of Mr. Arnold, um, that you make that motion at that time. Certainly. Uh, Mr. Chair, do you mind if I speak to my motion? Uh, not at all. Go ahead. Mr. Thank you, Mr. Chair. I understand we might not have three people tonight, or we may or may not. I don't know. But I figure this, this, the closer we can get to that three, and if we can get to the three tonight, then by God, let's do it. Um, I know Mr. Arnold, he is an impartial figure in the Libertarian Party of Tennessee. In the Libertarian Party, he's been around for a very long time. I consider him a wise man, a very impartial man. He's not a, a caucus member, to my knowledge. Um, he is a member of the Judicial Committee. Um, just want to point that out there. I don't see that, and I've spent some time contemplating whether or not that might may or may not be a problem. I don't see that as a potential issue because if the JC were to take this up, then the members of the committee that are JC are going to find out this information anyway, so it would hopefully be impartial regardless. So with that said, I think piecemealing them together one at a time might be the most appropriate since I know that we had some questions as to what guidelines we want to hold them to, whether or not they're X, Y, and Z. And I think instead of a slate, going one at a time might be the most appropriate. So if we have our nominations and they've already agreed, and Mr. Arnold has already agreed, I would like to put him forward to be a member of this body. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Nikayla. Um, Mr. Longstreth, did you want to speak to this nomination? I mean, I've been wanting to speak on many things, but I'll go ahead and seize this opportunity since it's the first time in a while. Uh, so I will go ahead and uh, if, if we want to do this piecemeal, uh, I'm fine with that. We are currently in a motion, so I'm not going to fight against that. Uh, so uh, I think Mr. Arnold is a fantastic nomination. I would suggest for our other two nominations, perhaps, though, we open up for nominations and then uh, we do maybe a fill in the blank or something like that to appoint the others. Uh, but that said, um, I am curious, Mr. Chair, are there other speakers in the queue on Mr. Arnold specifically? And if not, I would like to call the question. But if there are, I will not do that. So I leave that to your your prerogative there. Thank you, Mr. Uh, Longstreth. I think so. Um, so let me let me double check. Uh, I can't hear you, Ken. You guys can't hear me. I can, I can hear you. Uh oh. Ken, can you hear me? I can hear you. Yes, I can hear you. I on my issues. Phillips's headsets may have run out of batteries. <laughs> That happens. Bluetooth, the joys. All right. Uh, Mr. Nana, did you want to speak to this uh, particular? Uh, hand is up to make a nomination. No, sir. Okay. And my hand was up right from the beginning. Let me do this. Let me get uh, Mr. Valente if he wants to speak. Yes. All right. Mr. Valente, you're recognized. And then Ms. Harless, you will go immediately after Valente. Okay. Yes. I. Uh, can, I can't find anybody who is better to serve on this committee than, than Tom Arnold, uh, someone who loves this party, someone who is a, uh, a force of good in this party. And uh, uh, the only concern I do have is the, the judicial, judicial committee uh, piece where, you know, if it, if it does end up back in the judicial committee, then uh, whether they would have to recuse themselves or not. Uh, and perhaps, you know, I know that Jim Turney's name was brought up as well. Uh, you know, maybe not put two members of the Judicial Committee on there. Um, but anyway, Tom Arnold's a fantastic libertarian, definitely needs to be on this board. 
I yield. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Valente. And Ms. Harlos. Hey, um, I repeat all of the compliments of Tom Arnold. That's the reason he's on the Judicial Committee. Liberty Santa is loved by all. But the fact is, there's not just one JC thing he might be impacted by. There might be two. Um, we all know what the other issue is in which there's an automatic right to JC appeal. And I do not think it's fair to insist for this committee that I be denied my right to be heard by Tom Arnold, which is why I voted for him on the Judicial Committee. So even recusing himself doesn't solve the problem for me because anything in this investigation could impinge upon some other things that are before him. We voted for the JC for a reason. Let's let them be the JC. His competence is without question. But there are a lot of people that I don't want to jump ahead to say names, but I can name a lot that I think a lot of you would go, oh, I didn't even think of that person. Second, I object to taking people out of order. It prejudices other nominees. It's, it's not the right way to do things, even if it's procedurally allowed. Thank you, Ms. Harlows. Uh, Mr. Harris, can you tell me who else is in the queue uh, at this time? I see Valente and Nana's hands up. Who is after uh, those two? Uh, after Mr. Nana and Mr. Valente, I have Mr. Lucini, Mr. Hagen, and Ms. Adams. Lucini, Hagen, and Adams. All right, we will recognize them in that order. Mr. Lucini. I have never spoken more in a meeting than this one. Um, so um, I'm going to, I, I know Arnold's uh, by reputation. I think it's uh, good. Um, I do think that I found myself in agreement with Ms. Harlos that um, we have plenty of people to choose from, from in this. I have two people that I would like to nominate. Um, they're not in the chat. I need to have a conversation with them. I think that nominating people now, um, I believe that we should adjourn and, and have another meeting where we can go talk to our various people and see if they're willing to serve uh, and then come back and then do all the nominations en masse. So That's I think this this prejudice this prejudices the the um, the process of selecting these or at least nominating these these nominees. So I would vote against this measure. Okay, thank you, Mr. Lucini. Uh, Mr. Hagen. Um, yeah, similar to what Mr. Lucini has mentioned. I I mean Tom Arnold probably on top of my list. I'll probably vote for him, but I'd rather have the process of find out who all the nominees, I, I know of another person who is willing to serve, his name is not mentioned yet, I'd like to know everybody that would be nominated, and then we do a vote instead of a piecemeal vote. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Hagen. Uh, Ms. Adams? Yeah, I think the, the only thing different I would want to add to what Mr. Hagen and Mr. Lutini said is, I realize that there is a, there is a need for expediency here, I think we all agree with that. I think that's why we went ahead and passed uh, the original motion to form this committee. We, we don't want to lose any more time that has already been lost. At the same time, I think um, there's, there's something to be said for not also rushing to fill these people this quickly. Maybe we do need some time to explore options. It's really important that we get these committee appointments right. And I love Tom Arnold, and I think Tom Arnold is absolutely a wonderful choice for this. Um, even 
even saying that we still have two other positions assuming we all decided tonight that tom was the guy um i would really like to take like for us to take just a little bit of time all right i don't want to lose a ton of time on this guys i don't want to see us dealing with this in two weeks or three weeks but i do think it's important that we get these appointments really really right okay thank you miss adams um mr harris can you tell me who is next in the queue Uh, yes, I believe Mr. Phillips and then Mr. Bowen. I, I, I don't want to jump these people, but I am now actually trying to speak on this, and I've had my hand up throughout the whole discussion. So um, yeah, my, I don't know why my hand's up, so you can take my turn. All right. So what I'll do is I will recognize Mr. Bowen and then recognize Mr. Nana. Uh, I'll yield to Mr. Nana and then speak afterwards if that's in order. That would be fine. Mr. Nana, go ahead. All right. So. Uh, obviously, I just made an attempt to adjourn earlier. I'm not sure why, what the difference between why we're adjourning now and why I tried to adjourn 10 minutes ago is. But um, here's the thing. Uh, I want to remind everybody, it takes five days to call a meeting of this committee. So if we're going to have another meeting, we're going to have to wait on this another five days at minimum. Now, that's we could adjourn to a date that is very soon. Sure, we could do that. Uh, I suppose I didn't think of that. Um, I'm, I'm actually, you know what, I, I actually think I'm changing my position. Uh, we need to do something tonight. Um, you know, this is, I, I mean, I know not all of us expected there to be a restriction of five-year membership, but uh, yeah, this is the third meeting on this. We owe our membership something, and, and I'm honestly not going to kick this can down the road anymore. So, no, no, we need to do something tonight. Okay. All right. Mr. Chair, this is Mr. Brown. Yes, Mr. Uh, just wanted to say Miss Harlow's was correct when she said you you can set another adjourned meeting. You don't necessarily have to go through the process of, of setting another special meeting. That is correct. And, uh, you know, this is becoming a regular thing. We meet every night at 9 p.m. So um, the uh, Mr. Bowen, you are recognized. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Uh, yeah, my feeling on selection of uh, nominees for this committee. Uh, I would want to see all the nominees first before I decide to put on that committee. That's number one. Number two, I had a feeling this was going to happen. Um, I will tell you that I have at least one state in my region, maybe others, that are very upset that we did not go the independent route, that we are nominating any LNC members, and they do not consider this formal investigation to be independent at this at this moment so i just want to let people know you're going to be hearing from at least one maybe more of the states in my region about this uh, investigation at this point uh granted that i will get back to you on that um but i'm not voting for anybody until i know what the entire list of the nominees are thank you thank you mr bowen all right uh where are we now uh mr harris that was the end of the list that i had does anyone else have their hand up to speak on the nomination and uh, i guess appointment actually of this committee i be recognized mr chair uh go ahead mr nikayla i propose a substitute motion to allow 24 hours from the passage of this motion to make nominations via the lnc list and for those nominees to be placed in an OPA vote where the top three vote getters will be placed in the committee. Second. Okay, there's a motion and a second. I did not get all that wording written down. 
So 24 hours from the passage of this motion will be the end of nominations, at which point the secretary shall uh, create an OPA vote where the LNC members shall vote and the top three vote getters shall be placed on the committee. How long shall the OPA vote be open for? Let's say four, let's say 24 hours. That's been way too short in the past. Just FYI, it's then 72 hours, perhaps. 72, well, 72 hours unless all members vote. Can I make a suggestion that we make it Monday at noon for the nominations? Because a lot of people are out of town for the, the Father's Day weekend. Noon on Monday for the end of uh, nominations and then 72 hours after that for the vote. I'm amendable if the second is amendable. Without objection. Yes, that's fine. That's fine with me. I have one other point of inquiry. Uh, Madam Secretary, I'm trying to get exact wording on the uh, amendment for the moment. I apologize. I think so my, hearing. my understanding would be that we would close nominations noon on Monday and then allow the OPA vote to be open for 72 hours. That would make it Thursday at noon. It would close. Okay, hold on one second. Monday, 6.20 at noon. What time zone noon? Uh, Eastern. We do everything or Pacific time zone that is standard on the list. Pacific. Except for OPA vote, which goes by mountain. That's the only exception. Well, that's, but that's part of the, that's part uh, of the motion is OPA vote. Well, OPA vote's always mountain because it's my account. I, I can't change that. But you can make it effective so that it actually does end at noon Pacific time, right? We just no, make it we ask if I'm going to have it end at a specific time, it's tied to my time zone. Okay. If you want to trust me to manually one. end it somewhere around noon Pacific time, I can do that. Why don't we give it one hour grace period? So uh, nominations end, and then we do 49 hours later, the vote closes. I thought it was 72. All right, sorry, All right, fine, add one hour. I'm sorry. It's late. It is. Again, body is amendable. I to that. point out, this is how I'm going tonight. So don't do that. It's uh, anyhow. What point of information, kid? Yes. Hey, uh, I heard you say 6:20 is the date. That's actually 6:21 on the uh, Monday. Thank you. I'm trying how to about write. We have a contest where the people who vote first win a certain amount of money, and it goes down. <laughs> All right, so I have nominations will be open until Monday, June 21st at noon Pacific time. And an OPA vote shall be open for 72 hours. Correct. And the top three vote getters will be placed in the committee. And by top three, are we doing uh, which, which form of voting? Approval? Yes. Select as many as you like. Correct. Yes. Did. To the committee. All right. 
I want to, now that we've workshopped the motion, I want to read this and make sure this is a, the, the correct motion. Um, nominations will be open until Monday, June 21st at noon Pacific time. And an OPA vote shall be open for 70. Oh, see, that's still not right. After which. Mr. Chair, point of information. Yes, Ms. Adams. What is the process to verify that anyone who's nominated is eligible per the motion that passed, specifically in regards to the five-year membership? Um, what's the credentialing process for that? Who's going to be in charge of that? To that make sure a, that we're not getting anybody on our ballot who is not eligible. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know, Ms. Adams. Can, can I make a suggestion, Ken? Uh, go ahead, Mr. Nikayla. I would I, I would I would ask that our membership people or Tyler Harris could look into our records and if that record is not available then we'd have to ask the state chair of I, that state to look into membership rules for that state. Uh, Mr. Nikayla, I believe the motion now states that they must have been a national party member for the oh, last okay. So then that, that would case, only be national. Can I can I make a suggestion? Staff is gonna need some time to do this. Yes. So why don't we why don't we make the close of the vote 6 p.m. three days later? That gives them uh, I can't do math the time, so it's five hours or something to vet everybody who comes in at the last minute. Okay. I mean, it, Harris, I, that would be sufficient for staff. Thank you, Mr. Harris. That's exactly the question I was going to ask. So that is sufficient. I believe that would be sufficient. Okay. Contingent upon the number of nominees, but assuming that that's within reasonable ranges, that should be sufficient time. All right. So now we're at nominations open until Monday, June 21st at noon Pacific time. Um, staff. Will how do I submit a nomination? Sorry, I don't mean to. I mean, I'm totally unclear how we would even be submitting these nominations. Do I email the chair? Do I email the secretary? But it said to the list, thought the motion said to the list that may have been. Well, why don't we just create a thread? Um, yes, the thread would be the easiest way. My only concern with that is that sometimes people send resumes with PII in them that's not really looking for public distribution. Um, Make it to the internal list then. We could definitely do that. Um, and, and we can then share the names that are not that have been nominated and approved um, prior to the ballot being open. We could do that. All right, Steph will validate. Okay, noon Pacific time is gonna be 3 p.m. Eastern. So that then Mr. Harris asked the question, if we give you, if we close the nominations at 3 p.m. Eastern time on Monday, when would it be reasonable to expect that staff could have verified everyone? I will, I will personally be available at 3 p.m. Eastern time to do so if that is the will of this body. And I will make myself available. 
And depending on the number of nominees, uh, it will take us a varying amount of time to do it, but it should it should go fairly quickly. Okay. Uh, Not longer than a few hours. Mr. Chair, has this substitute motion been seconded or are we still, are we, I mean, I know we're not in a committee of the whole. I'm, I'm just kind of confused with what we're doing right now. I, I am trying to get us one motion to get out of here <laughs> is where we're at right now. Um, well, yes, it was seconded. And I do think it was seconded, but it 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 was flawed. So, well, that's I, my point. I, I I'm I'm totally lost. We can't workshop a motion on the floor like this. It, this is not a committee of the whole. I it, I agree. It is it is not in well technically, but as long as there's no objection, we can move forward. I I agree, Mr. Nana. Um, the the point is well taken. We are technically acting out of order right now, trying to get out of here. Um, what I am hearing is basically a motion to amend that we would have nominations open until Monday, June 21st at noon Pacific time. Staff will validate the eligibility of the nominees uh, upon close of nominations. Why don't we just do this the right way? I move that we enter committee of the whole. Okay. There has been a motion to move into the committee. Okay. Of the whole. There is a second. Is there objection to moving into committee of the whole? I am hearing no objection. That's cool. Great. Now we can talk even more freely. So that's good. Yeah. By the way, seconds no longer in a committee of the whole. Seconds uh, motions do not require seconds. Just so everyone knows. It's a thing. Can we just finish reading this? I think we're all in agreement. Right. Okay. Nominations open until Monday, June 21st at noon Pacific time. Staff will validate the eligibility of the nominees upon the close of nomination uh, nominations. Um, and then after which an OPA vote shall be open for 72 hours and the top three uh, via approval voting shall be appointed to the committee. Does that sound right to everybody? Ken? Anybody got a better way to do it? Well, I just, um, I don't know that I'd limit them to close of nominations. If Tyler's sitting there in the office at 10 o'clock and he can get 10 names out of the way, yeah, well, I don't know that I'd limit him on verification to the close of nominations, is all I'm saying. Well, I, I, don't, I don't think the motion says that. It just says that once he's done not, uh, validating, we go forward with the vote. I believe he can start validating as soon as this nominations come in. I, I see what Mr. I actually do see what Mr. Phillips is saying. Um, all right. Ah, here's what I need. To do. That's for the. That's where it is. So, I I broke the paragraph in the wrong place, Mr. Phillips. Um, the the second sentence: Staff will validate eligibility of the nominees. Period. Upon close of nominations. An OPA vote shall be open for 72 hours. I'll see that's still not right. Yeah, upon close, upon oh, How about upon close to validation? Yes. Upon close of validation. That's the work. An OPA vote shall be open for 72 hours, and the top three via approval voting shall be appointed to the committee. I see you, Mr. Lucini. 
I agree with that, that hand gesture, sir. Um, anybody, is any, is everyone good with that wording? Could you read it one more time, Ken? Yes. And by the way, we're in a committee of the whole, you do not have to raise hands here. I mean, you can just talk just in case people are raising hands, looking to be recognized. Committee of the whole is much more free flow. Um, nominations are open until Monday, June 21st at noon Pacific time. Staff will validate eligibility of the nominees. Upon close of the validation, an OPA vote shall be open for 72 hours and the top three via approval voting shall be appointed to the committee. I'm, I'm aligned with that. Sounds good to me. Does anyone yeah, have a problem with that? Any tweaks, anything, anything? Going once, going twice. All right, I'm going to ask if there's a motion to rise from the committee of the whole. So moved. Yes. Yep, second. Right. There's a move and a second. Is there objection to rising from the committee of the whole? I am not hearing an objection. All right, so uh, with no objection, we are now back at the regular session. Um, and if someone would be so kind as to move the work product of our committee of the whole. Oh, so move the work product of our committee of the whole. <laughs> so we second. have a motion and a second. I'm going to reread the motion so that we know what we're talking about. Uh, nominations are open until Monday, June 21st at noon Pacific time. Staff will validate eligibility of the nominees. Upon close of the validation, an OPA vote shall be open for 72 hours and the top three via approval voting shall be appointed to the committee. That is the motion on the floor. I'm just gonna ask, do we need any discussion about this? Not hearing any discussion. So I'm gonna ask if there is objection to passing this motion. I'm gonna ask uh, one more I, I, object. I, I object on that, I wanna roll call. I wanna okay. request the roll call. Mr. Bowen objects, uh, wants a roll call. That is within your rights, sir, not a problem. Uh, Madam Secretary, can you uh, read the roll? Let's do this thing. Ms. Bilyeu. Yes. Mr. Bowen. Abstain. Ms. Abstain. Yes. Mr. Hagen. Yes. I shall abstain. Mr. Hewitt. I will abstain for the previous stated uh, reasons. Ms. Hogar. She is not returned. Mr. Valenti. Yes. Mr. Longstreth. I will abstain. Mr. Nana. Gonna pass. Mr. Nikaela. I vote aye. Mr. Phillips. Yes. Mr. Radset. Yes. Ms. Sarwark. I'll vote yes. Mr. Smith. Uh, what's the count? Eight in favor, zero opposed, four abstentions. Mm, I'll vote yes. Mr. Lucchini. Yes. Okay, I'm going back to, who am I going back to? Uh, Mr. Nana. I will vote yes. Okay, Mr. Chair, it is 11 yes, zero no for abstention. Only 15, Madam Secretary. I just want 
to verify. It that totals 15. Because I'm I am the number 16. Hey. I will not vote. I move to adjourn. Yeah. Well, let me get real quick. That means that the motion passes 11 to 0 to 4. Uh, thank you all for this. There's been a motion to adjourn by Mr. Lucini. Is there a second? Second. There are multiple seconds. Is there objection to adjourning at this time? Objection. Sorry. <laughs> Starwark objects to adjourning at this time. Okay. Um, as I recall, we do not debate this. So um, let's do a roll call on adjournment. Give me one moment as I'm clearing the ballot. Ms. Bilyeu? Yes. Mr. Bowen? Are we voting on? I'm sorry. Adjourning? Adjournment? Okay. Yes. Ms. Epke? Yes. Mr. Hagan? Yes. I will vote yes. Mr. Hewitt? Yes. Ms. Hogarth? Mr. Valenti? Yes. Mr. Longstreth? Yes. Mr. Nana? No. Mr. Nikayla? Aye. Mr. Phillips? Abstain. Mr. Routset? Yes. Ms. Sarwark? No. Mr. Smith? Yes. Mr. Lucini? I wish Robert's rules wasn't this way. I'm going to abstain. Okay, Mr. Chair? We have 11 in favor, two opposed, two abstentions. All right, and I will not vote. With 11 to two to two, the motion to adjourn passes. Uh, this meeting is adjourned. Thank you all for spending your Father's Day weekend with the committee and doing this important business. Thank you, good night. Does, before we shut off the Zoom, um, does anybody want to stick around and talk about this because it, like I said earlier, I don't think this is going to get done over email very effectively, um, you know, and I'd rather not have backroom deals and, and calls between certain members. And that's just where we just came from. Let me ask Mr. Harris, uh, since the official business is closed, can we shut off the live stream, please? Yes, Mr. Acting Chair. Thank you very much. Just uh, you like the recording shut off as well. Uh, yes because at this point that's the official stuff so okay uh i am inclined to uh if if how many people do we have on here so we have 140 i don't know if there's lnc members or not i am inclined to let this zoom stay open for a period of time it would be just like if at the end of a regular meeting if we were in person people gathering in the gallery and until they are shooed away by the staff. Uh, Mr. Harris, um, I assume you don't want to be up on night and you seem to be the one in control of this. Um, so what time, if you were a hotel staff in person, would you be shooing people out of the room? Well, you may not like this, uh, this answer, Mr. Mullen, but I can in fact transfer host capabilities to yourself and <laughs> I would like to release staff <laughs> if the yeah. point is to uh, cut nominations and we can allow you to party in the all night long. Well, I walked into this one, didn't I? Um, <laughs> well played, Mr. My, Harris. I'm, th that was very well played. And I will, I will do my Irish goodbye. <laughs> nice. Uh, 
and I, I absolutely, Mr. Harris, if you want to transfer that to me, that is fine. Um, and obviously staff, you guys, thank you very, very much for the extra hours you've been putting in um, dealing with these items and more. Um, but yes, please go do Father's Day stuff. Those of us who are doing business because we signed up for this or just like to hang out with the LNC on a Saturday night are free to do so. Uh, um, I want you to feel confident, uh, Mr. Chairman, that uh, Tyler and I can turn around the nominations pretty quickly if we have a list compiled. So perfect. Uh, it shouldn't take us too long. I mean, if you have a thousand people on your list, that might be an issue, <laughs> but I, I, if you guys can limit it to 50, I think we could turn it around in an hour or two. I, I think that the limit on five years active is going to be the main thing, Mr. Sisto, that when they, because I believe it's five years in good standing, which means that they had to have paid at least $25 a year for each of the last five years. And I think that's going to be the most complicated thing is not whether or not they're a member or their start date, but whether or not they're coming. It's not that hard to look um, that up. My records all have that information. Yes. I just, I mean, I just thought from a member since that's a super easy one. We'll have to a slightly longer step of looking to say, yes, that's the last five years. Good enough. But I, think that'll, I think that'll also keep the number of nominees uh, significantly short. Somebody in chat asked if there was a limit for nominations per member. No, we did not set a limit. So th theoretically I could just go, I could ask somebody, I could, staff's not required to answer this request for me personally, but I could be like, hey, could you please give me a list of everybody who's been a member for at least five years? And then I could be around every single person. I will not do that because I, I would like just, staff. I would I just ask our so. colleagues not to um, do that. Yes. Yeah. What would be very, very helpful is to have a, a Google sheet compiled of all the nominees so that we can just run down that list. Uh, Ms. So I have in fact shared with you a Google sheet just now and I do intend and, um, and perhaps you'll be willing to assist with this as nominees come across. Um, I will input them into that, that sheet and then we can tackle it together, so and, to speak. Uh, That's why you guys keep him in charge because he gets in front of all my problems. <laughs> if everyone promises to be on their best behavior for a few minutes, I'm going to step away for a few minutes for a uh, facility break. I will be back. Uh -oh. Everybody play nice. This uh -oh. guy is really mean. Chad's gone. <laughs> All right, now we can talk about him. Good night, yeah, everyone. <laughs> Point of information. I, I will bid you all a, uh, a good night as well. And uh, any staff on the call, I am officially releasing you into the wild. Thank you very much. Thanks, Tyler. Thanks, Tyler. Thanks, Larissa. Uh, I didn't see everybody on the call, but thanks, everyone. Who was on staff. You got us all, Dave. Thanks. Awesome. I'll talk at once. Justice for Karen Host. So as a member of the Professional Wrestling Caucus, I propose in Reno we have all the caucuses face each other in a noodle fight in a war games cage. Are you thinking a noodle fight? Are you thinking? Spaghetti noodles? Like the Josh battle? You all remember the Josh battle? I feel as though 
Stone and steel cage okay. match would be more appropriate. So uh, okay. uh, I just want to point out that, um, and I, I hope this is not rubbing salt in wounds. I, I, the parallels, though, when someone mentioned the caucuses in the WWE, um, I'm afraid that, uh, well, my best analogy is when, because uh, I haven't watched wrestling in a long time, when uh, NWO broke up. And just saying, like, one team is just scattered to the wind. And it's it's RIP. Yeah. I want to see the Get Fit Caucus versus the Waffle House Caucus. <laughs> there we go. What if you're yeah. a member of both? Yeah. I fight yourself, so I just, like, slap myself around. Yeah. <laughs> I'm totally taking myself out. <laughs> I'll fling myself over the... Mr. Chair. I'll nominate myself to lead you know, the, the Waffle House Caucus recipe. <laughs> Mr. Chair? Yes. Who's, who's calling for the chair? Um, Eric Harris. Hey, Eric. Um, I just want to say you're doing a great job for being the um, interim chair. And I, I, I believe that I'm speaking for the almost the whole party that, you know, you're doing a great job. And I'm, I'm, we are really proud of you. Well, thank you, Eric. I appreciate that. I, it's been a long time since I've been a presiding officer. Uh, um, and so this does take a little bit of practice. I mean, it, it, you get into the groove and, um, depending on how long the committee has me here, I'm sure that the meetings will get better and better. Um, but, uh, when I was on the last time I chaired a committee, uh, was the ballot access committee in 2016. So it's been a little while and, uh, those meetings started out a little bumpy, but once we got into the groove, we were having those subcommittee meetings in. 45 minutes or less so i agree mr moment um uh you've been doing as good a job as you could be expected to i appreciate that i and my pledge to you is to try to do better that's all i so. second their uh, opinions uh and what makes it great is you keep your humor on it so that that's awesome i i just I, like to welcome the meeting of the uh, after hour stogie cup I got a JR cigar. <laughs> North Carolina? Hmm. Nice. Cohiba oh, Blue. Ooh, ooh, Cohiba. That's what I'm talking yes, about. In the truck. I have not had a good cigar in quite some time. Uh, when yeah. I was down at the Florida convention, somebody had a, a cigar that smelled really, really good. Uh, that apparently isn't sold yet or something. I didn't quite understand what was up with that, but it smelled wonderful. And Ken, I want to thank you again for auctioning off that bottle of whiskey for us. I just want to let everybody on the call know that we did out fundraise California with five hundred dollars for a bottle of uh, Ken whiskey. Five hundred for one bottle. That's what kind of whiskey uh, was it? it Ken, yeah. I don't know if you know what kind of whiskey it was, but I do know this: my my grandmother tried this whiskey, and now she's my grandmother. <laughs> um, so this is a different batch. This is a uh, barrel sixty. Stephen, um, that is the funniest thing. If you look at the proof on this, it, it it's not a joke. Um, and it is barrel strength. Um, I think the stuff we auctioned off uh, in Florida was sitting at about one fifteen two. I think um, every it's a single barrel. Everything single barrel there. It's, really, really good. And you can really only get it in Kentucky, which then therefore increases its value to anybody who likes bourbon. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, I'm, I'm, that's kind of the 
thing. I just run around and give people bourbon. I'm bourbon clause. Well, as a bourbon, uh, a member of the uh, Japanese whiskey caucus, I cannot endorse. Who are you talking yeah. about? Santori. Santori owns Jim Beam. What are you talking about? Fair enough. That's a good point. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> Does anybody know why Mrs. Starwork objected to adjourning? Is that normal? What does that mean? Oh, no, you can. I, I, I wish she was snuck in white. Uh, I can tell you why. Oh, are you here? Yeah. We might be able to, to workshop some more stuff uh, in terms of like nominees. Like I thought, you know, but we can, you know, we can do that. In, Formally, too, I just thought that, you know, maybe the membership deserve to hear our reasoning for why we're nominating who we're nominating, especially if some of this is going to be done on the internal list where nobody's going to be able to see it. So. I saw Jim turning on a little while ago. And, and uh, again, between Jim and, and, and Tom Arnold, there's not a bad choice. I just don't want to put both of them on there and then yeah. potentially having two members of the Judicial Committee having to refuse themselves if something from this moves on to the Judicial Committee. I mean, well, I, I do want to. I'd say I did talk to Jim. I did talk to Jim after the fact, and he did agree in the beginning. But considering his, uh, he is a campaign. He has have a campaign for re-election, so he would prefer to stay out of it. So I do understand his his reasoning. So Jim will be out of it. But I, I believe there's a few others that might be uh, I know, great candidates I'd, as well. I'd like to see you guys avoid like candidates and people that might be potential candidates for POTUS and stuff like. Because I know a lot of people like to kind of pick those people, but this is going to be contentious. And no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to be running for any sort of yeah. internal office as run for internal office. Period. And that's just me. You know, I'm. A I nominate Pat Ford and Bernie Graham. I nominate Dan Lewis, as well as uh, as well as Tom Arnold. I, you know, I'd like to nominate Rufus Craig. So. Guys, what I will say is this: if you, if there's someone you believe would be good, um, you should reach out to them. If they're not you, yes. like you're allowed to do this for yourself too. But if there's someone you believe would be really, really good at, at this gig, and uh, you know, reach out to them, make sure they're comfortable, and then uh, nominate them through your region rep is what I would recommend. Yeah. Um, just because that's how this is going to go down. Um, you know, when you talk to that person, make sure that they, they agree they've been a member for five years. Um, I I think that was the only thing we put on there. Um, we, we made amendments enough that I don't remember the exact wording anymore, but make sure they qualify. And then, um, you know, have them nominate through their region rep, whether you do the nomination for them or they self-nominate, either one is fine, but then we'll aggregate all that together. And, uh, you know, that's right, Stephen. I give you. I have a message from um, from Ashley Shade. She says, "As the reigning, defending, undefeated, undisputed heavyweight champion of the LPT Wrestling Caucus, I hereby initiate an open challenge in Reno to Hell in a Cell." I second this motion. Speaking of, I, I nominate uh, Ross Perot. I nominate Ashley Shade for uh, chair. Now, now look here. Look, look right here. This chart. This chart right here shows that America's dying. <laughs> uh, R.I.P. Ross Perot. Is he dead? 
Yeah, he died uh, last year, last two year, years, a couple yeah. years back, I believe. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I just missed well, that. Ninety <laughs> years old in 1994. Yeah, so. This is true. Ken, this should be an LPTV episode. <laughs> well, you know, I missed Friday night happy hour because you know the whole like, uh oh, you're the chair all of a sudden. Get ready. Uh, so as a result of that, I uh, missed the the Friday night happy hour, which I usually do. And then, of course, we had the meeting last night starting at nine, so I wouldn't have been there the whole time anyway. And and even though that usually runs till two or three in the morning, I was beat, guys. I was it wasn't even a joke. Like I I went upstairs. I was first too tired to sleep. I turned poker on because I love poker, but it also puts me to bed. And I was out. So um, I actually slept for eight and a half hours, which is a Ken? long time for me. By the way, yes. Speaking as your ex selfie spouse, uh, yes, when's, the last, when's the last time you seen your you saw your massage therapist to get that shoulder work up? Uh, entirely too long ago, about a month and a half ago. I think you need to do that. Actually, the last time it was worked on was by you in California. Um, uh, so, so on a serious note, uh, with the resignation of Mr. Wentz, who is now the acting uh, region one. So I believe that Region 1 will have an opportunity if they'd like to caucus, if they'd like to elect an alternate. So yeah. that would need to be brought up yeah, with the region. Right, yeah, I don't know what their regional agreement says. In, in, our, in my region, the chairs select the replacement. That's what yeah. the default is in the bylaws. It, it, yeah, like in our, our region, if Susan stepped down, uh, I'm not automatically the alternate, or I'm not, a, you know, automatically the, the rep. It's, I'm here. Chairs too. Yeah, you're not. I'm. I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying for our regional uh, agreement. Susan by saying her name. That's what happened there. Susan has been summoned. I see. Yeah, it's like it's like you know when you're sleeping in class and the professor says your name and you're like, what? That's exactly what it was. And he's 76. You don't have to say her name three times. That's beautiful. Anyone? That's totally Anyone? For the member who was asking, uh, I have the Region 1 agreement here in front of me. Nice. Uh, the vacancy may be filled by a majority written vote of the region's registered National Convention delegates who are present and qualified to vote at the initial election, Ouch. or a majority vote of the state chairs in the region. That's a good idea right there, having a, having a region agreement. Not all regions have agreements, so that's a good idea that at the next convention, former, um, or before the convention, be, start to form so we it's had pretty a, clear after the last week that most regions have disagreements, <laughs> at least. Except region one. Region one has inter has inner conflicts as well. But um <laughs> Mr. Valente, totally random off the wall question. Is your last name uh is your is your last name Italian? Yes, sir. All right, we have to start the Italian caucus. Me, you and Mr. Lucini, who I assume yeah. also has a surname. I second that motion. LNC Mafia. Does anybody hear? Why are you bigots excluding those of us that don't have a name that ends in a vowel but have Italian answers? You can join. You just give me a second. Daniel's objection. Well, no, I'm feel as though all former members of the Roman Empire should be included in the Italian. I'm just saying that now. You can join, you just can't become a made man. So you mean all of that? That's true. That's true. Whoever said you can join 
but you can become a made man. Yeah, you can be a made man. Hold on. Did you say exclude all members of the Roman Empire? No, include. Include. Hey, uh, does anybody here want to try to convert my friends to libertarianism within 30 seconds before I get off the call and do it? Yes, convert them. All right. Do you feel that anybody other than you knows what's best for you? Taxation is theft. Hookers and blow. (laughs) Hookers and blow. Stop it. Stop it. All right. All right. This is getting rowdy. All right. See ya. Apologize. Do all this pepperoni pizza. Um, Mr. Hagen, do you have any sort of control right now? Did they did they make you a co-host as well? I don't think anybody has control, really. Oh, I mean control over the Zoom. Yes, no, no. no control over this meeting. No, you that you you do, um, Ken. You do. You're the host. I, yeah, just you, Ken. Oh. Yeah, you could redelegate yeah. some kind yeah. of. Co-host or Delegate to me, Ken. And I'll probably be leaving soon, so don't make it me, Ken. Yeah, Too bad you're an officer. You got you uh, I'll be back in like three minutes. Oh, okay, in like three minutes. <laughs> All right, I'm that. I'll see you guys hey, later. Is this three libertarian <laughs> minutes or just three minutes? <laughs> no, it's it's actually three minutes because I need nicotine in a bad bad way. I'll be back. Oh no, that's like acceptable for smoking. Brought to you by Coheb. <laughs> it's vaping, not smoking. It's better. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I don't know. Is somebody, is somebody else in a car? And is there sunlight? I am smoking in the car, and there is a, is there is sunlight. Must be on the west coast. Good night, uh, everyone. I'm, I'm, I'm in Utah. Here. Close enough. That's that's the new. Uh, come visit Utah's campaign then. (laughs) The West Coast are close enough. I think I think Utah might be the least West West Coast state out there, honestly. You know Uh, the the dividing line between Pacific and Mountain Time is the Nevada Utah border. I I I know because I just moved from Nevada to Utah. So you know, this guy talking about Utah's eyeing me just how many freaking proposals and contracts I went through. Because we were like, done deal, going to Salt Lake. And then, like, the venue or, or something, somebody in, that, in the mix, like, said, no, we don't want you. I'm like, what? Like, we were like, we we're like ready to like, be like, yeah, here's the one we're going to get put up in the LNC. That sucks. That's okay. So I, I hear that there's not a lot of fun things to do in Utah. Anyhow, they got really strict liquor laws and stuff. So. It's, honestly, it's it's less strict than I, I moving from Nevada, which is about as lenient as you can get, to Utah. It has surprised me how easy it is to to get liquor um, out here. I mean, so when they had the uh, the that event out there with um. Come on, uh, Overstock. Uh, uh, Pat, I'm having a brain fry, but you know they had the vet out there. Who's, who's the CEO of Overstock? Patrick Byrne. Patrick Byrne, and uh, you know we were all hanging out at a bar, and it was like two in the morning. You know, my dog sleeping on the table, and you know everybody's drunk with me. 
So anyhow, uh, yeah, it's pretty, uh, pretty loose on, on the drinking these days. Totally different. It used to be. And they've moved, they've made gold and silver legal tender and established the state bullion depository. Oh, that's lovely. Who's done this? Based. Utah. Fancy. I think it's uh, South Dakota that my paleo conservative friends always talk about a state bank with its own treasury or something. Their state treasury, they have a state bank that people can loan out of or something. I don't know. I mean, that, that would be in character for South Dakota. South Dakota has banks on every corner. Yeah. Are you saying that, that in their state banks are like churches that here? Uh, I think I want I cannot remember what state I think it's South Dakota they talk about. It's been a while, but when I ran for state treasurer in 20. 11 here my platform was to dump the state treasurer's office because it's useless here like literally all they do is write a couple of reports which could be replaced with a computer wow so that was my plan yeah i wouldn't was to cost our taxpayers four million dollars a year so that was why i was like you know what i'm gonna run for this on getting yeah ready. i wouldn't be surprised. and uh yeah some paleocons were like hey guys uh that's cool except that uh, we want to we want a state bank so that people when they get loans for their homes can loan off of the state treasury instead of uh, uh, the fed and i'm like that's an interesting idea but i would rather just get rid of the fed. it sounds like yeah. extra dollars to the onion the moment are you in uh you're in south dakota then no i live in kentucky so yeah i uh, i live near cincinnati Ohio. Ohio. Uh, I actually work in Ohio, uh, but I live in Kentucky, uh, about 45 minutes southeast of Cincinnati, where it is dark and quiet right now. And if you go outside, you can hear crickets, literally, and that's it. It's something like yes, a fair, fair. proportion of everybody in, in that particular part of northern Kentucky works in Cincinnati. Ken <laughs> lives in the great 78th district. There's James Toller. At, uh, James is running in the 78th state house district here in Kentucky. Ken's favorite pastime is going to distilleries. <laughs> yes. Although I've cut way back on that. Um, although I will say I am enjoying one right now. Just uh, and, and for anybody else who is, uh, to the fact that this meeting finally adjourned and to Ken for presiding over it. Oh, well, yeah, well done. Thanks. Ken, by the way, I will need a chair for my uh, OCD whiskey caucus. <laughs> well. I think you should uh, actually, well, she stays. She ought to get, uh, what's her name? But I don't think she's staying. Well, I can't remember her name. That's terrible. And, but I think she's leaving. Wyoming will gain a good person. Yeah. And by the way, that is something we need to do better as a party when somebody moves to, one of our people moves to another state, you know, try to reach out and um, make sure that they meet somebody else in the, the target state's LP. Hook them in there. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I agree. Having just moved, it's. It's. I. I don't know anybody in the Utah LP. Oh. And I'm well established in the Nevada LP. Well, so. if you would like to uh, meet some, I can try to uh, hook you in. I mean, I know. I mean, obviously Apollo's up there, so I mean, you got Apollo at a minimum, and I, I know that there's a party there. I would Which, very 
much appreciate that. Um, Which city are you? I'll send you a friend request. Now I'm in Salt Lake City, but or the Salt Lake City area. Um, Joe Bookman lives just moved in Alpine. It's like south suburbs of Salt Lake City. Uh, I know the state chair lives yeah down Cedar City or like that down closer to Las Vegas. Bookman's a good dude. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the kind of stuff. You know, we're. A, a business organization trying to elect people, but at the same time, because we're such a minority, it is important to find people like us so that we know that we're not alone. I mean, we're never alone. It's actually just a matter of finding you, people. It, in speaking That's, about Utah and Joe Buck, I mean, you're not alone. You have baby. Ken, in our heads, we're all alone because we are all the one true libertarian. <laughs> and none of you are real libertarians. Yeah. Except for me. The Nihilist Caucus would like to appreciate Ken Mullen. <laughs> the Nihilist Caucus? Yeah. Yeah, it does it just doesn't matter. How, how can you appreciate him if he doesn't exist? Exactly. Y'all are all big newtons of my imagination. Uh, Mr. Uh, Hagen, do you do you mind uh, typing that name in the chat uh, that you were referring to in Alpha? All right. My understanding is the Utah party has gone through a good bit of growth in the last couple of years. So um, definitely get booked in. I mean, Apollo's there. He's Apollo's a, a political genius for getting people elected. So um, if you're interested in that piece, learning how to get people into office, um, since you're in Utah, I would hang around Apollo a lot. The guy's a boss, man. What, and, um, what's his last name? Uh, Apollo Pizzell. So, and he actually is an elected libertarian as well. Um, and uh, is, he is a really good campaign manager. Really, really good. I, uh, I believe he's also eligible to become a member of the LP Italian caucus. So, <laughs> I, I fear that there's going to be a caucus of people whose names I horribly mangle. On this very committee. I apologize to everybody. As, as one who has a name that everyone mangles, it's not personal. Trust me. How do you so, mangle Bob Molman? Yeah, nice. I like the fact we get the Bob thing home back. I love it. I think uh, we need a, it's late. I'm tired. I need a five-hour energy caucus. Yes. Well, I have the Kirkland version uh, here, so. It is late. How, how do people mangle Molman? I uh, get Moelman, Melman, uh, Moelman. I'm like, there's not another E there. What? How the hell did you add an E after the other L's? Moelman? What? 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 But you know, whatever. I, you know, and I mean, like I said, Moelman, a man. All I care is they spell my name right on my paycheck, which I don't get from the LP. So <laughs> that's all I care. So. Just make sure the IRS spelled it wrongly. That would be nice. I, I would, if they just accidentally lost my number, social phone, every identifying number, that'd be great. I, I, I wouldn't cry. I would not. I, I would not shed a single tear 
to never hear from them again. So I would be so happy. You know when hear from the IRS again, right? When the scammers call and they tell me that my social security number is going to be suspended, I'm like, awesome. Let me hang on. You mean to tell me it would be impossible for somebody to steal my identity? Yeah. It's impossible an for me to ever pay taxes again? This is awesome. Thank you. Oh, no. Just walk me through how to claim back what they uh, already took. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's so bad. Between that and uh, the best meme I saw uh, a few weeks ago, and it, I still the best meme I've seen since, was the... Uh, the, the one about the dystopian future, like a year from now, it was like the year is 2023. Uh, I just went and got my monthly COVID booster, something, something, something. And there are two classes of people, two genders of people, I think it was, or classes of people, whatever. Uh, those with an extended vehicle warranty <laughs> and those without. It was it was the, the dystopian thing. And I'm just like, okay, that's hey, kind of funny. Pick. Does um, the IRS lose your number, or do the extended car warranty people lose your number? Um, I, uh, between the two, the extended car warranty people have called me many, many more times. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, the IRS generally just sends letters. So, right. is it just is it just me, or has the extended car warranty guys gotten much more aggressive over the past year? Absolutely, they yeah, they're calling me. I'm Every sure. time they called, they're like, your automotive warranty is about to expire. I'm like, oh, I'm so glad you called me. I really need that warranty on my 1928 Model X. I, I don't hear from <laughs> the ones I get. They don't call you after that. Medicare Medicare Advantage. Of course, they're scammers trying to steal my stuff. But, yeah, but the Medicare Advantage. Like, hi, this is so-and-so. Oh, yeah, this is Medicare Advantage? Cool. I didn't look <laughs> So speaking of Medicare, um, what people probably don't know about me is I'm actually a junior, and um, my father is a senior citizen now. So I'm getting all this mail for hearing aids, for AARP, for all this different stuff. I'm like, oh, you are of that age. But well, I actually can't. Isn't AARP at 50? Yeah, but I'm not 50. I'm not even yeah, well, 50. Fuck you, some of us are. Well, and then, then at least the AARP can call me in six years. I'm not. I'm not fifty. So. Oh, but, I um, thought you were seventy. No. My sister. You look great for seventy, Bob. Mr. Rick. So for those that missed the meeting last night, uh, there was you know people saying Mr. Chairman, Mr. Acting Chairman, whatever. And I just quipped, you can, I don't care what you call me, you can call me Bob. So now everybody's calling me Bob, and that's cool. I, I don't care. I really don't. I think it's funny. So whenever you hear somebody randomly call me Bob, that's what that's about. Thank you for clarifying. I don't want to sound like a crazy person. No, it's all good. And actually, everybody <laughs> I know named Bob is cool as hell, too. Like every single Bob yeah. I know is cool as hell. And that, 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 that is true. I, I, so well and good I can't think of any sparks an hour of procedural debate trying to place Bob Mullen into nominations or some shit. Nominate me for taking a nap. 
So no, I no, no. Well, I will nominate you to uh, uh, sing karaoke with Bob Murphy. I, I'm always down for karaoke. Those that don't know, I love karaoke. So. And what's your favorite karaoke song, Mr. Well, favorite, I mean, the one I do, I think the best is House of the Rising Sun. Mm. Um, I don't and you should have came to Georgia's convention because we had some some real good karaoke with that. You should, Dave Jones, is a, he's, he's something. Nice. How many times did you quit. sing that in New Orleans in 2018? Uh, zero, because in New Orleans. We're talking about the convention that I was meant to chair and could not make it to because of stupid reasons. That would be great, Omar. I, uh, you know, I'm not trying to bring up bad memories. God <laughs> damn it, Ryan. I missed it. I was trying to watch you guys on all the, the live streaming and all that stuff. By the way, guys, I'm the chair of LP Georgia. Couldn't go to my own freaking convention. We had a good time. You guys put on a great. You guys put on a great convention. Yeah, I'm glad. Ryan, Ryan, you planned a great party. You couldn't attend. Thanks, uh, Angela. But yes, <laughs> yeah. I'll take credit. Shit rolls downhill and uphill, or whatever, right? Yeah, I'll take credit. Let's have a party, but not invite the state chair. <laughs> <laughs> so, for those that may have joined late, this is the after-hours free-for-all that we have declared apparently a thing. Well, nobody can join because they would have to be let into the room. I don't I'm letting people in. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> because he's gone for more punishment. It's a free I think that this oh, should this be is... a regular thing as as far as you can bear it. Listen, this is the fun part. I like hanging out with libertarians. I like talking to libertarians. The business part is the part we have to do to do the business. And then we have fun. And we reward ourselves with the fun for doing the business. Yeah. Come on, stop it, boy. Uh-oh. Okay. Anybody's making social... Looking for an excuse to do nothing but hang out with libertarians without any business on the agenda. Ohio's conference is coming up. Yes. There you go. I'm plugging fresh lights. Screen, bad boy. Yep. Shameless plug for the being abused by dog. The weekend of August 21st, 22nd. I think those are the dates without looking at the calendar. We are having a conference in Columbus. Jeff Hewitt from this board will be there. Evan McMahon, chair of Indiana, will be teleconferencing in because he actually has a state meeting that week. Um, Travis Irvine will be there. Spike Cohen will be there. Lots of fun stuff. I'm going to put the link to the convention or the conference rather in the chat if anybody's interested. Heard a rumor Bob might be there. <laughs> That's correct. Bob, Bob, Bob. So, Dustin, is right, you already where the state chair is not invited? Uh, don't tell Jim. Jim wasn't supposed to know about the conference, damn it. <laughs> I, I, honestly, honestly, you know what? I, for, for the fact that I got scheduled for 9 a.m. on Saturday, first thing to give the state of the state, you know what? If you want to hey, keep the money hey, and hey. not tell no, me, I'm Patrick good. About that. He, made the, he did the schedule, and I was just like, all right, cool, looks good. You can yell at him about that. Well, it's no, I, actually, precedent because that's the precedent is that the first thing in the morning, that's what happened. Well, I, I no, I get that. And honestly, it, at the end of the day, it's really not a that big of a problem for me. I, everybody knows that, you know, the, the, the lead off act is not so bad. It's mostly a problem for Ken because he's supposed to follow me. <laughs> nice. Hey, you know what? It's all good. I, I don't need sleep. Usually that's that's my thing. I go without sleep for a long time and then I have to sleep. So, um. That's, Build up every, that deficit. that's every libertarian before something has to be done oh shit oh shit yeah i mean <laughs> I, 
I slept for four hours each night of the Florida convention. Um, I slept for four hours the night before it started and every night of it. And then the night after it, and then, you know, dealt with this stuff. I had to drive home from Florida and then dealt with this stuff all week. So it's been, uh, um, yeah, the lack of sleep. Oh, I'm, I'm envious of that sleep schedule. I got four hours total during Ohio's last convention. Oh, I used to do that. Uh, the 2006 convention, I did not sleep the entire time. 2008, I think I got two hours of sleep, and that's a four-day convention, by the way. You have some fun. Um, this is not normal. That was, I, I really, like I said, I like hanging out with libertarians, man. You know, and you go to conventions. If, if people here haven't been to national, um, it's as much social as it is business. And, and I do recommend just going to hang out. Uh, we have business, uh, training sessions and, and all the stuff they're doing with the region trainings. That kind of training stuff is also done. Um, so, you know, I mean, it, it really is. Uh-oh, hey, Come on, Marty. Echo, 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 echo. I, I just want to add, like, I, I've gotten shit for, um, for you know, drinking a lot at a convention. Um, but to me, it's, like, just as much of, like, partying with my tribe than it is even, like, getting business done. Like, I just like hanging out with you guys. Yep. Yeah, if you can get an alternate slot with your state LP, come yeah. on that note. You aren't even tied down to the business. Right. On that note, the, so Ohio does things a little differently than most states. We have conferences in odd years, which means there is no business. It's all training and having fun. So we we'll just want to plug that event again. <laughs> yeah, there is no business, which is a, a bonus round because it's close to our 22 convention, which is going to have an extra day of business as compared to usual, probably. So, <laughs> yeah, come to the come to the conference this year. It'll be way more fun. And if you haven't ever been to a, a national convention, totally recommend it. And as far as hanging out with people, you can you, you can go for my varied record of uh, in New Orleans. I actually got temporarily kicked out of the hotel because I kept falling asleep in the common areas and the hotel staff was pissed about it. <laughs> God damn it, Jim. So I had to go sit yeah, for about Having two worked hours in the hospitality the industry, hotels tend to uh, frown on the head. Yeah, well, you know. Well, I did, a, I, did a, I did a battery charge, Matt. Did. What I do is I like to get to these places a day early because a lot of these places I've never been to before. And just you, that's the day you get sleep. After that, you expect to just get you no know, sleep, whatever it's two days, three days, or five days. Yeah, I'm hoping to go to national uh, next year. I hadn't been to national the past two conventions for various reasons, but hoping to do so in one right now. So. Um, speaking of national, um, so I, as I said, I'm from Nevada. Um, I might be able to hook up a, a group package for um, at a hotel uh, in Carson City, which is about 20 minutes south of Reno. Uh, get y'all a discounted rate if you guys are willing to make the drive. I know it's not ideal, but something that might be able to be worked out. Carson City is notably not Reno, which is interesting. Well, and and I will note, I'm pretty Marcus. sure Daniel Hayes was here before, and he would know. I'm pretty sure that we actually got a really good rate for that hotel in Reno. Uh, if I remember right, the rate was exceptional. And if I remember from being in the meetings when I was still an alternate, I think, 
the the they did a presentation and then immediately after we had a presentation from another city and I asked the question are you even going to be able to match these people and they basically said no and that was why we went with Reno essentially <clears throat> yeah, don't expect any any level of luxury at the Nugget in Sparks. Oh yeah, um, it's 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 adequate, but don't expect yeah nothing fancy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not a fancy way, guy. Uh, by the way, Ken and Dustin, being LNC guys, um, that weekend you guys got to move that weekend of uh, Labor Day because the flights are like stupid. Have, have we, we uh, chosen a discussion of moving it because so they've actually come down the flights were 400 bucks for me now they're sitting at about 350 um but yeah there's a, definitely a discussion about moving that because why would we all just give our money to the airlines for no reason when we can go one week later and and all save some money so yeah the flights have been so much more flights have been cheap like why why why, why do that to ourselves yeah it, when I'm exactly it should be pretty damn cheap it's it's actually interesting because it's it's a holiday weekend people fly to those destinations in large numbers um flying you know, in when, when you're a tourist town your your traffic is way higher on those holiday weekends any holiday especially when it comes to gambling and, and you say for instance live in a state like kentucky where you get the lotto and that's it. Um, people who like to gamble know that the lottery is garbage. And so, you know, they go to other states half the time because we have like seven states that surround us that have better gambling than the lottery. And, um, but otherwise, you know, they, they fly to Vegas, they fly to Reno, they fly to Atlantic City, they go to places where they can actually do real gaming and not scratch offs. They can drive as one of the dumps we offer. Don't play the Ohio. tables at the Nugget. <laughs> don't play the tables Do at the Nugget? No, sir. They are tight as hell. <laughs> no, the, um, holy cow. What are the dates for the Reno Convention? Has that been set yet? Or? Yes, it is uh, Memorial Day weekend in next year. Okay, Memorial Day weekend. All right. So, uh, and I believe that, uh, I, I can't remember if that starts on Friday through Saturday or Friday through Sunday, or if it's Saturday through Monday. Um, I think it's Friday through Sunday, but I could be wrong about that. It, it's been, I was on the COC at the time we, we signed that contract. I shouldn't know that stuff, but you know, there's only so much the brain can keep track of and that. Has there been, been any major events lately to keep track of? What's that? Have there been any major events going on lately to like push other things out of your brain? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, we signed all that before COVID even hit. I mean, that that's how long we've had that signed. So, um, and, and by the way, we also have signed the contract for 2024, which will be in DC at, at the hotel where the president does the press correspondence center, which is a very nice venue. Um, and so that's that's pretty exciting too. So we'll be actually doing the nomination in Washington D.C. and uh, you know just some behind the scenes stuff. Uh, part of the rationale was if the media can't be bothered to come to our convention when we're literally in D.C., then we need to quit worrying about whether the media will show up or not. Yeah, but the um, C-SPAN has been consistent in covering us, so they didn't come last time. Yeah. They, 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 I fair. thought they did come last time, didn't they? No, not to Orlando. 
not I mean, to be not, fair, there was some extenuating circumstances in this immediate past. Oh, no, no, oh, yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. It's it, um, broadcasting online, that's right. right. Yeah, I don't know. Did did they came? They they did they come to New Orleans? I don't even know if they came they, to New Orleans. They did. They did come oh, they to New there. Orleans. Cause that's when um. Oh no, sixteen was the incident. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's when uh really weeks uh, stripped yes. down. So. Yeah. And where and that was, was that? That was in one. That was in Orlando. Yeah. Yes, that was. It you was know, dreadful like, that we elected Bill Well. So that I mean, terrible incident. <laughs> a little C-SPAN did did sponsor last year's convention because we have right, we so, gave out a lot of bags that C-SPAN on it. They just didn't show up last year. There's Daniel. Yeah, we can hear you okay, now, right. So uh yeah, I get the contract open here. Uh we start having rooms in the block on the twenty-third of May. Uh of course the 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 I'm trying to remember, I think the last year of the convention. Were you done? Daniel, you ran away. The, the room block opens on the 23rd and. and <laughs> it wasn't meant to be. And his phone died. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't even see him anymore. Yeah, his phone and, died. And, he got cut out. And he needs to buy another vowel. <laughs> so. What is nah, well, it's actually pay to speak. He just ran out of, he ran out of funds. <laughs> What's the uh, what's the song from Rocky Horror Picture Show? The anticipation. Maybe he got um, black bag beef vendetta style. Yeah. Yeah. So, are there any LNC members even here other than me and you, Ken? Um, I don't know. Let's see. I'm scrolling through the list. There's a lot of people still here. Mr. Ricardo is an LNC member at this point. Bunch of weirdos just listening to our conversation. I mean, can, you know, can, can we make Mr. Rapiro an honorary LNC member? Is that something we can do? I mean, he's at every meeting. Well, uh, I'm always available, Ken, when you need a, a break, you know, to uh, preside. Yeah. Call the know. bullpen. Call the bullpen. Yeah. <laughs> there hey, um, <clears throat> LNC members, um, are there any ideas for uh, chair replacements that we can know about? Oh, Ryan has to get that started. <laughs> my, uh, no, 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 no. Let me, let me. Let me be on record here for everybody that's in the room. So we went to a convention in 2020 and expressly elected a vice chair for the reason that if the chair was incapacitated or quit, that they would be chair. That's not that's true. Be, the bylaws don't say that. But they, they do, actually. Uh, um, no, he's interim until you guys can. Uh, it says the LNC will fill the. There's, there's actually some vague. Yeah. It's going to take a ruling eventually. But so yeah. the bylaws say that the vacancy will be filled by the national committee. But I think. So the the delegates at convention elected a vice chair, knowing that that person would fill in for the chair. I think we'd be doing them a disservice to then name a new chair who wasn't even part of that process as a board. But that's I, just I, personal opinion. I think what you just said in the bylaws is is very not vague. For for the record, I'm abstaining from this conversation. For <laughs> that's fair. And, and the other the other. The other piece of that, I mean, hey, just experientially at a different level, um, we very recently, immediately preceding me, just didn't have a chair for a solid, I don't know, Dustin, how long was it that we made you essentially preside over the state? Uh, it was until the end of the term. And then you guys, which is where what I think is proper, because it only makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I was elected vice chair if 
I mean, it just, I, I don't know, personally to me, that that's that way the organization <coughs> continuity, uh, a continuity. And, um, you know, it would, I think it's better to replace the vice chair than to replace the chair off rip from a committee. I, I mean, I, I'm totally uncomfortable with, with voting. Yeah, for I would agree. Uh, the whole purpose of having a vice chair is specifically so you can fill in when the chair is absent. Well, I'd be interested to know if Ken is interested in being the chair, um, but he doesn't have to answer that now. He can answer that when he is officially nominated. I just Dustin makes a lot of sense. If this conversation continues, you're going to make me have a second glass. So let's go somewhere else. How about that? Yeah. Dustin, have a third glass. Dustin makes a lot of sense, though. Like, and, and that's the problem that escapes a lot of libertarians is that when you elect these positions, you have to take that into consideration. You're basically electing the vice chair. When you elect a vice chair, you have to say, hey, can this person do the job if the worst case scenario happens and no one takes that into and no one takes that into thought process because for uh maybe half the party i don't know it's, it's a popularity contest so all right so anybody else want to keep playing make ken drink because omar does it <laughs> well wait i was just with ken but if, we if we make our, our convention was kind of cut short if we make ken drink then he might answer the damn question i don't think there is I don't think there is enough whiskey in Kentucky to make you know, that. Uh, <laughs> hey, are, are veterans of the Friday night happy hour that know that when I drink too much, I just go Betty Bye. So, <laughs> <laughs> I will order a bottle to your house, Ken. It's uh, it's all good. I know that from drinking with you in person. How about I was gonna say? How about uh, we just all meet up in Reno and have a glass? How about that? Well, you know I'm in. As long as it's not a repeat of riding around Huntsville trying to find a bar that allow us all to go in oh my gosh what a nightmare that was y'all uh are y'all coming to the 50th um that's a really good question i i was originally going to go and then they talked about rescheduling the lnc meeting which meant i had to choose between the two events and obviously lnc doing business takes precedent but if i'm still acting chair at, the, at that time then i feel like i have to do both because I do try to play the role, whatever the role I'm in. Yeah. So maybe. I'm going. I want to go. I, I want to go. I'm going by myself. It's going to be great. I want to go. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Again, it's a convention without business, right? I yeah. mean, that's the best thing is hanging out with everybody. I heard there's going to be jet skis. I, there's all kinds of stuff. There's a shooting event you can sign up for. Um, there's a... Um, I can't remember all the details, and I know Tara. There's an axe throwing thing too. Um, yeah, axe throwing, which would be awesome if I wish I could go. I mean, that that would be awesome. I'd love to throw an axe. I mean, it, it's going to be a fun event for anybody who's interested. You know, I, I strongly recommend uh, uh, seriously considering it. Um, tickets are, uh, I think, two hundred fifty dollars for the weekend. Um, I think that but, may have been the early bird pricing. Uh, I think two hundred was early bird. Yeah, two hundred was early bird. So, but um, I would love to go, but we also just had a new baby, and it's hard to make me leave Ohio in the first place. Well, congratulations, Jim. I didn't even know that. You're like the first person ever to say they don't want to leave Ohio. Seriously. Right, yeah, I know. There's, 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 there's a reason why I'm running the party here, man. So, I, so if we're going to go down that route, I got some good jokes for that. <laughs> go for it. Why did Orville and Wilbur Wright invent flight to invent a faster way out of Ohio? Why did, why did John Glenn go into space? Get as far away from Ohio as possible. 
Well, I didn't. Why has Kentucky done none of those things? Because none of them can read or write. Hey, we don't speak too good down here. How do you know the toothbrush was invented in Kentucky? Stop it. I know that joke. What is it? Or, or, or in the hills of Kentucky. Uh, because if it was invented anywhere else, it would be called a teeth brush. Says the guy from Louisiana. Well, actually, Come on the, now. <laughs> the, the, way, the way it usually gets told is how do you know how do you know the toothbrush was invented in, in, in Chalmette? So there you go. But uh, no, it's uh, but very seriously, I, if anybody's thinking about it, I, I do recommend going. It, it's gonna be fun. Any libertarian event where you don't actually have to participate in the business is a blast. I, I've been to, I think, eight conventions this year, and I've had a blast because I haven't had to do business in any of them. Uh, the only one I had to do business in was my own home state. Um, and thankfully, because we built our committees in a way that was very broad based, had everybody represented and passed everything out unanimously, business went smooth, real smooth. It was great. Uh, it took longer to read the proposals than to pass stuff. So that was nice. Um, but the yeah, uh, national yeah. conventions can be that way. <laughs> Not with a thousand of us, unfortunately. <laughs> it's, you know, it, it's a matter of, it's hard. The, the larger the group gets, the harder it gets. But, you know, if you can, at a state level, you know, if you can build your, your bylaws or rules or whatever you call it committee and your platform committees, with a very broad swath and, and make it a rule within the committee, not that it's official rule, that you will hammer things out to unanimity so everything passes unanimously, uh, you can almost get anything passed on the floor quick. Okay, how big a convention does it, how small, a how small does a convention need to be before um, Aaron Starr is a consideration? I think Kentucky, we ended up with 70-something people this year. Was Aaron Starr there? No. 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 That's good. That's good. You know, so, you know, y'all talk about Aaron, but y'all bastards step to that freaking microphone have no clue what you're trying to say. And Aaron will get up there and be I, like, I, love Aaron. I don't really even support yep. this. But here's a better language, and he fixes it for y'all. I and so, love it. I say y'all. I just don't, admit I don't, it. I don't, I don't step up it. to the microphone. Thank I just Daniel yell from my seat. Thank you. Brian's the true it's, libertarian. Aaron's awesome. I love him. I, I love Aaron, even if his rule of making people stand up for every vote in California caused me to pass out. <laughs> Aaron cares about member rights. Shall we dance, Ken? Yeah, that, yeah. that was a weird experience uh, coming to with Daniel Hayes holding me up against the wall. That was an interesting experience. <laughs> have I been roofied? What happened here? I, I still have my pants. Okay, we're good. So, well, that, that's a rare bucket list item you get to claim. <laughs> Is that why the weight loss can? Well, the weight loss causes the low blood pressure, but you know. Oh, uh, there you go. The um, no, I, I again reiterating, if you're considering it, I, I would I would strongly recommend going. It, it's going to be fun. The, the any of any of any event that's libertarian that doesn't have business. Because listen, anybody who's been to a convention knows arguing over bylaws is the absolute worst part of convention. Um, I disagree. Well, oh, okay. I. I'm a bylaws nerd too, so I like it too. But normies hate arguing over bylaws. No, but you can go there and not argue about it and go party. 
Yeah, well, also, also, I would have to say, I prefer Ryan doing over platform ahead of the <laughs> See, Ryan's just ahead of the game right now. You see, <laughs> and there are the platform people too, which that for me, I'm, I'm not uh, a platform person. I trust yeah, I'm a pla- see, I'm a platform person. I served on the platform committee uh, leading up to, to New Orleans, and uh, yeah, I'm a platform nerd, so it always bugs me when we <laughs> run the platform. <laughs> Yeah, if you're you're annoyed, I was I was on the platform committee leading up to 2020. Whoops. Yeah, that's silliness. That was silliness. I that was I I feel sorry for everybody that served on that committee, and then it was basically just like not even considered. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I hope that the new platform please take up the old provisions and look at them. That'd be nice. We 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 actually work pretty well together, all things considered. Oh yeah, Jim. Are you actually speaking of which? I need uh, to contact Mr. Nakayla about that. Omar, didn't you get? Aren't you on the bylaws committee? I'm on bylaws and platform. I think I'm the number right now. Speaking of Mr. Cavoli, yeah, Yeah. Jim. Are you coming back? By the way, uh, maybe. See, here's the deal. Um, I'm the state chair now, and so it's on the agenda for next Saturday. Oh, yeah, okay. so we have an application I need to tell you, need to forward to you. Don't let me forget. Somebody emailed the LNC, my LNC email, and asked how the process worked for Ohio. Um, and uh, want to make sure that he's Official, officially where the yeah we we will decide next Saturday exactly what the process <laughs> for Ohio will look like. I almost I almost guarantee you it will it will look like everything else that Ohio does, which is we will post the job, we will wait a week to two weeks, review the thing, and go from there. I just want so. to point out that Daniel Hayes actually has turned completely evil. He is now hanging from the ceiling. I thought I saw him upside down. Is he now? Where Where'd he go? Oh, so you're back on the second page for me. I'm kind of so. interested as to how the hell I man. <laughs> so. <laughs> So I did this that meeting is brought to you by the Japanese. I'm coming out as Rich nose. as when he's a little boy. Ah! Yeah, Suntory. They own Jim Beam, man. Uh, I'm, yeah, Suntory Beam Corporation. Yes, sir. Sure. I, I know. I live in Kentucky. I'm just saying. I still have the bottle of Prohibition Rome. Nice. Have not opened it yet. It is. Uh, it is strong. Oh, I remember trying it. It was good. Yes. Uh, now I can tell you guys about, so we were in Chicago uh, hanging out in the suite um, towards the, I don't know, I think it was towards the end of the, the weekend. And uh, I guess in Chicago, there's this extremely disgusting drink called Malort. And uh, one of the people from Chicago brought it and made uh, some of us try it. Um it tasted like burnt tires and used condoms. Um, that's not an exaggeration. How do you know uh, it tasted <laughs> like Chicago? Oh. It's intentionally bad. Well, so it's intentionally bad. How do you know how you use condoms, Dustin? Just saying. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a educated guess based. Trust me, you should try Malort, and then you. I promise you won't disagree. <laughs> I promise you. Won't. I will pass on that. <laughs> So, well, I guess it's some sort of Chicago rite of passage and like everybody, all the Chicagoans try to get the non-Chicagoans to taste it. It's just, you should look it up. It's called M-A-L-O-R-T. I think there might be an umlaut over the O. But yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty disgusting. I'm not sure why Chicagoans hate themselves so much, but yeah, it's definitely an experience that, you know, if you are into trying weird alcohols, I definitely recommend. It sounds like you took one for the team, uh, Dustin. 
several of us actually, including some folks on the staff of the party. So, uh. <laughs> well, I, I want uh, to give the job. We, there's a handful of us have been talking for a long time, and uh, I'm just looking to see who's on the list. And there's a lot of people out there, and you're welcome to unmute. I'm, I'm thinking we'll give this another 15 minutes, and then I'm going to go to bed because I have to figure out a whole bunch of parliamentary insanity. Um, well, Ken, you know, you, you, if you need anything, just, you know, reach out. I thought parliamentary insanity would take care of itself. Like the definition of insanity? Uh Unfortunately, if you uh, it's it's the chaos principle. If you let it go, it just gets worse and worse and worse. And so, um, is this, Ken, is this where you decide where you're if you're going to abide by the rules or not, and 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 follow them and acknowledge that you are the de facto chair and there's no and that's the way the rules are actually written. We're because we're not going there, Robertsboro. It's that's what it says. Contrary to what everybody made that one. You're making me drink. Stop you're, it. You're the actual uh, chair. Oh, that's a dirty little secret. Uh, 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 here comes Richard Brown. Uh oh. Stop it. I'm just I'm just listening and smiling. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Stop it. So. <laughs> Uh, stay tuned, folks. Just stay tuned. Is your room? Why, why does it look like you're hanging out in a mail room? <laughs> Me? I'm a bo I'm a booger out of my dog's nose. Yes, you. <laughs> uh, well, this is this is my. Dad, my... Dad, we didn't need to know that. Well, I mean, look at my look at my. No. Come here, Rhett. <laughs> the, the, the reason I have this here, this is my okay. this is my my office. So I, I do a lot of work here. And to organize my office, I got a bunch of uh, bankers boxes. So I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, Ken's a nerd. Ken's yes. a big old nerd. I, right over here that you can't see is the closet I built that has my server in it that runs yeah. the staging server for the CRM and the backups and also some stuff for the Hewitt campaign and miscellaneous things that I run. And it's in a closet over here with a whole. He does. He does a lot of really boring, important work for the party. But the server provides heat for his house because that's how much heat that shit generates. So the funny <laughs> thing is, speaking of that heat, so I have to get a new water heater, and the, right now the AC is venting into the the utility closet, um, and the I have the furnace opened up on one side so that it can suck that heat in and, and cycle it through the house and you know level it all out. Um, I'm going to get a uh, water heater that works off of a heat pump so I can actually yep. use that heat to get hot water. So it it's efficient or something to run that AC unit in a closet. Yeah, no, heat pump hybrid water heaters are the way, 100%, especially if you own dumb things like servers in your house, which it's not operational yet, but Ken, I just picked up a couple weeks ago a Cisco UCS 5108 blade system for the nice. house. Nice. What size? What size blades? Uh, I have. It's unpopulated, but it ah. has the uh, the eight uh, the dual eight port uh, ten gig cards. So I mostly because I'm only running at about ten gig on the backbone here now. But okay, nerds. nerds. So that is so that's the one with the built-in fabric interconnects then. Yeah, uh, it's the one with the uh, built-in sexes. I have to put separate FIs on top of it. Um, but okay. the and those I haven't. Eh, fully procured yet so but i'm gonna cross link and then throw a sand shelf under it just you know for shits and giggles so 
So, anyway. yeah, that is super nerd talk right there. That is the stuff that I would help implement and attach to storage. Yeah. So, sorry, everybody, for the super nerding. But uh, There's nothing wrong with being a nerd. No. Not that I would know anything about that. You're, uh, you're empowering a lot of work. So, you know, much appreciated. I'm empowering a few co uh, coal companies as well, but that's a different story. Um, wow. But, no, it's it's uh, it's good stuff. I, I'm slowly but surely getting everything redundant. I'm uh, getting ready for a big house remodel that I'm going to uh, have a patio out this side. That you, there'll be a door here that goes out to a patio, and I'm putting a uh, generator out there. I thought we weren't paying you, Ken. You're not. <laughs> I'm just crazy like that. So. Where's Tim Hagen? Let's see the books. He's the yeah. chair. He's the chair now, and all of a sudden, he's building a new patio. Shit! Yeah. God damn, Ken. Yeah, don't I wish that was. <laughs> I I can attest that Mr. Moment has been doing lots of work around the house. <laughs> and, uh, Have you finished the doors yet, Ken? No, there there's a story behind that. Hold up! If he's working on it at the speed that he put that shelf together this behind him, he'll be done in about thirty years. Yeah, I did that on one happy hour. Yeah, it took you 10 hours I, to put together I, one chill. It's because I was <laughs> drinking and talking to you guys. I was I, there, I, it's my question. I was like, was there drinking? Yeah. But, no, the... Um, and they fell asleep afterwards on the call. That happens too. That's why I'm going to down in about 17 minutes, or excuse me, 13 minutes, so I don't embarrass myself on Zoom. I will bid everyone a good night. It's uh, 11.30 Florida time, and it's time to actually go out. Florida man! Yeah. Omar, you take it easy, buddy. Yeah. Well, he, he's in proper Florida man. I'm in North Florida man. Where are you at, I, Matt? I'm in, uh, well, in the Panama, in Scambia County. Okay. So uh, my knowledge of Florida mostly revolves around Central Florida. Sorry. That's stereotypical. Um you know, non-Floridian. It's like, yeah, there's Orlando and then the rest of Florida. Um, <laughs> which is even you can throw Miami a bone. Come on. Oh, I love Miami. That was I oh, I love Miami too. But Miami is Miami. an interesting place. I, I I've never been to a city where every house has their windows barred up. <laughs> uh, the north side of Miami is very nice. Uh, the south so side Florida of Miami is an interesting place. Oh, but then again, the my, my experience in Miami, and I hadn't seen the whole uh, city. My experience, it, and then strictly with the Haitian community down there. So, the people were very nice. It's just you know, it, I don't know. I, I uh, I'm an Ohio boy, and uh, our windows aren't all barred up here. Not even in like the big cities where there's crime. So it was just kind of weird to see. So are you telling me if you were to put, go to jail, it would not be a new situation at all for you? Yeah, you outside. Would, you'd be used to it. Right, you'd be used to it already. I, <laughs> that, see, and that would get annoying for me. Like, I wouldn't want bars on my windows, even if there was high crime. Like, I, I don't know, man. I would want to look out my window. I mean, you go to our state capitol, I mean, it's got so bad that they've now started putting bars around their mailboxes. Wow. They actually have started to do that, trying to rig stuff around their mailboxes to keep them from getting stolen. Yeah, up here it's more so people will ride by with a baseball bat and smack your mailbox. So some folks are like, "All right, I'm gonna make mine out of concrete." So the person that does that breaks their arm. 
Which, by the way, is against the law to do that. There's uh, well, yes and well, yes and no. I mean, like the last house I had down in Central Ohio had a a uh, it was like quartz, uh, heavy quartz stone and uh, and and mortared up tower that had the mailbox in it, which is totally okay. It advertises itself as being like you know something not to be trifled with, but um. Tell the sheriff where I live at that one because he filled his mailbox full of lead. I don't think it's illegal in Ohio. You can uh, you can make your mailbox. I mean, as long as it, there's a mailbox standard from the United States Postal Service that you have to follow, but that I mean that's nationwide. I don't think it's illegal to make your mailbox post concrete in Ohio. Not I've never heard of it. All right, I just want to give uh, one more time to anybody in the in the audience. But, uh, if you want to jump in, there's about nine minutes left before I'm going to shut this down. All right. Just uh, anybody who hasn't jumped in before, you're welcome to do so. I see names I know. You, you are welcome to take this nine minutes to try to get Mr. Moment to drink. <laughs> Please. Is that, is that the group project? Are we being graded individually or together? <laughs> nice. Sounds collective. <clears throat> for, for nine uh -huh. minutes for any of you to earn uh, chair, Chairman Molman's uh, favor. That's Chairman Bob deal. <laughs> <laughs> well, here I say cheers, Mr. Molman. Oh, thank you. No, it, uh, I'm empty, but there you go. Oh, well, refill it. I feel disrespected. No, I'm, uh, you know, since I started on my weight loss stuff and all that, I cut way back on the <clears> bourbon, <throat> which was good because it was getting a little out of control. So I'm pretty sure you have something else sitting there. Oh, I, I have plenty of stuff sitting here. Yeah, show us one of them. I mean, I've got this one that tastes like coffee. I've got it tastes uh, like coffee. Yeah, you take a sip get up for that. Take a sip and tell us exactly what it tastes like. <laughs> That's what I was drinking before. This is the Joe Jorgensen bourbon. I, I didn't see you drinking it. Well, you I proved that you were drinking it. I, I did. Trust me. I, I'm not going to look back to it. I'm done drinking for the night. I, I'm out of calories for the day. All right. Next uh, time I see you, I'm not going to drink with you. Ah. Oh. And I could use a drink tonight. The other night after a Zoom meeting I had, I had three drinks in a row, which is probably the first time I've done that at home in years. Three drinks back to back. Was that the our meeting, Richard, yesterday? Uh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't yours yesterday. Although I could have used one after that. No, in fact, I don't remember what meeting it was, but it. I think it was the city council <laughs> meeting. Mission oh, well. accomplished. City not, council. Not having to remember what meeting it was is exactly why you take three days. Exactly. <laughs> it, 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 it was a very contentious city council meeting. And I, <laughs> I don't blame oh, you there. I was going to say, Ken, I thought today's meeting went way better than yesterday's and um, was like super smooth and everybody was really positive And I felt like it was a, uh, it was a step up. It made me feel good. It feels it like did. emotions are coming down. You, I, I you, hope you, so. you well, did then, a good uh, job. <laughs> you did a good well, then, job. Well, uh, then not everybody good. was uh, terribly sleepy this evening, so. Right. Yeah, well, I, I love you guys, but taking two hours of public comment probably made everybody a little grumpier. It's too much, y'all. <laughs> yeah. It's too much. It's it, 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 super grumpy, and I was just on the YouTube stream. I was like, I was 
ask, ask Patrick. He called me like right right as public comment was ending. I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. I've been listening to everybody say the same three things for two hours. You know yeah. Here, here's the thing, though, guys. There's a lot of tension in the party right now. I am more than happy to let people blow off steam. I, I you know, I can. There's other outlets. Work together because at, at the end, end blow. When I said, you know, the real enemy is the state. I mean, I really want to emphasize the real enemy is the state. Mm -hmm. These caucuses within the party, they can't take away your house. They can't take away your income. They can't lock you in a cage. The state can. And, and so I'm very passionate about reminding people that the real enemy, the one that can do real physical harm to you is the state. Yeah. And and you know what? There's absolutely a place for it. And so all, all things considered for the way it went, uh kudos to the both of you, Ken and Dustin, for the, the slick adjournment that got us through tonight quicker. I mean it, it was a nice division, uh and you know, it worked out. Here we are, hope springs yeah. eternal and forward, forward, forward. Yeah. Yeah, yep. Yeah, it's uh yeah, I'm well, glad at least what I had to say wasn't repeated. Uh, so, no, I actually had an original thought. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> and, and you know, I mean, again, I, I listen to all of them, and I understand the frustration that's in the party right now. I, I do, and I have many of the same frustrations that um, you know. I'm hoping that we can work through and move forward. There, there's actually a lot of really good stuff going on. You know, before all this happened. We have an over 50% win rate this year. Our, our candidates are winning at over 50%. That's huge. And, and so if we can just get through this, get it resolved, and, and keep doing the good things that we were doing, I, th I think we'll be okay. I hope. Yeah, we'll be fine. Uh, I, like to, I like to make the analogy to folks in Ohio that um, – our party, our meetings, our business, uh, it's kind of like a boxing gym. When you, when you enter the gym, you go in and you can, the gloves are on when you're in the ring, when you're in the meeting. Um, and then when you come out of the meeting, uh, you're, you don't still punch at the person you fought, even if you're upset that you lost or, or whatever. Uh, you, you take the gloves off and you, you settle your differences with words at that point. Uh, you know, if, you, if we were members of a boxing gym and we were just all meleeing outside the ring instead of just inside, we'd all get thrown out. So. You can't, you know, you have to take the gloves off when the meeting is over. And, and that's, you know, when the, when the meeting's going on, the gloves are on. Say what, you know, you know, stick to decorum, but say whatever you want. Fight as hard as you can for what you believe in. But when you're outside of that ring, outside of the meeting, it has to stop. It has to stop. I agree completely. This, this little after party has given me a good amount of, of hope for the party. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. the after party is where the comment, public comment portion should happen. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, and like I said, I, I'm, I'm genuinely hopeful um, wherever we go from here. I've been around for 15 years. I watched the last big caucus war. It, for those that are relatively new, the pr rad Prague war that went from the time I was start, I started in 06, it was already going and if, you know, I go to convention, I don't even know what's going on, right? Like I'm there to do some training because I'm a campaign manager and I don't know anything about campaign management. That's welcome to the LP, right? So, uh, you know, I, I'm like, I would, I need to learn. 
And I get thrust into this fight. And what I quickly learned is that um, to, to quote uh, the movie War Games, the only way to win is not to play the game. Um, that's why I'm still here and many of them are not because they, they burn themselves out. But you burn yourself out fighting internal battles. It, and I would much rather spend my time doing a county fair booth than arguing with libertarians on Facebook. I mean, I'm just saying. But by the way, Daniel Dad is 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 uh, seeking the the chairmanship of the Libertarian National Committee. Okay. Who? I, I don't know where he got that idea. What? What'd you say? Daniel Davenport. I don't know. Ken knows who it is. My Atlanta guy. Wait, what's that? The person that lives in Atlanta. Yes. Oh boy. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. So, the, the point is that somebody might have said you should seek the LNC chairmanship uh, in, in on, on his one of his videos that he stuck in unmoderated, uncensored uh, convention. I don't know who would have done some evil thing like that, but I'm just saying, Dale Davenport is the chair that LNC deserves. So they I don't do anything insane to us. We don't. Christ. I don't I literally. No. I don't know how to respond because I don't know who this person is, but I have a feeling. We got about a minute and a half left of this, and I just want to throw out one more time: anybody who's still listening, who hasn't spoken up, wants to chime in. Now's the time. Just I will chime in. Hey, hi, David. Hi. Um, I am a lifelong libertarian, but just have recently got involved in the party. And I would just like to say that the this after hour chat I've been watching the all this stuff for the last night and tonight and uh, feel like have felt like you know the guy on airplane oh I picked the wrong the wrong week to give up sniffing glue I'm like oh I picked the wrong time to get involved with the Libertarian Party but seeing what's going on it's like. Uh, I'm not going anywhere. I'm excellent. Motivated to get more involved. So thank awesome. you for this. What state are you in, David? I'm in Iowa. Iowa, awesome. Um, hold on. Iowa's a state. Uh, hey now. <laughs> be nice. Be nice. It's, hey, Iowa and Ohio are basically the same state. It's just a bunch of corn. <laughs> yeah, one of my favorite shirts back in the day uh, was the bookstore in Iowa City where I went, had a t-shirt that was University of Iowa, Idaho, Idaho City, Ohio. <laughs> I will say Iowa is much more aesthetically pleasing than Nebraska. So you got that going for you. Oh, shit. And I'm wearing a shirt that says something about Omaha. Nice. I, I, it, and correct me if I'm wrong. And if I am, I'm they sorry. Good points. I, I'm sure. Richard, you're on. There you go. Um, the, uh, my guess is that, uh, Ms. Ebke would, uh, uh, object to this comment, but my understanding is it's Nebraska. It's like Iowa, but colder. Is that an incorrect that, statement? I think it might be an incorrect statement because Iowa is north well, of pretty much Nebraska. the same latitude. Oh, is it? So. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. I think Nebraska is pretty, has, has significantly higher elevation. Uh, and guys, uh, as it as it happened uh, last weekend, I was in Omaha and I walked uh, over the pedestrian bridge from Nebraska to Iowa. 
Yeah, so they, they are closed, yes. Yeah. yeah, Nebraska's a little boring here, though. Like, I mean, half a percent kind of who cares difference, but, you know, <laughs> Ohio's the same bracket. I feel like I could say that. <laughs> it's all right. When, when I drove back from California, the one state I was happy to get through, it, it wasn't their fault, really. It's just that their state is very long, was Kansas. Uh, 426 miles uh, east to west to east uh, was a long trip across one state. It's kind of like driving through Georgia, but 40 miles longer. That is a long drive. I'm thinking about considering driving to New Mexico to see my son here in a few weeks, and I'll be making that drive if I do. So, if you drive to New Mexico, dude, I so I when I went to when I went over to California, I took the southern route across thir, uh, 30 and 40. Um, I think it's 40 there. Yeah, 40. Um, that was beautiful. Arizona, New Mexico, the desert was amazing. Oh, yeah, I love that area. Yeah, I'd never been. I mean, I'd never really been out west other than flying to California or flying to Redmond, uh, Washington, or, or you know, uh, Portland, Oregon for the 06 convention. It's always literally flyover for me. And, and there, there's some really, really cool stuff out there, uh, stuff that I wish I would have had to, uh, the time to stop and see. Uh, Dustin will remember, I think I was on the phone with him when the, the meteor crater, where was that at? Do you remember, Dustin? Oh, yeah, it's like the largest meteor crater in North America or something. It's, uh, I mean, it's just a hole in the ground. It's pretty cool, though. That's generally cool. the definition of a crater. Right, right. A hole yeah, in the ground. It's, I guess it was, I don't remember what period uh, of time that, you know, they all have different names, like the Jurassic and such. I don't remember which one, but yeah, it was, uh, it's big enough that it's still there. And the crater, I think, itself is like a mile wide. It's pretty big. So, in uh, big Winslow, impact. Arizona? It's it's somewhere. I out think there. it's in Arizona. Yeah, I believe it's in Arizona. It was really cool. All right, since somebody new chimed in, I'm going to give an opportunity for anybody else new to chime in. Yeah. Anybody, anybody. Because otherwise, I'm going to shut this down and go to sleepy bye. And, and everybody else should do the same. Everybody should go out and do something not like tomorrow's Father's Day, right? Right, and that's the no, it's it, it, yeah. it, it, not the mommy day. What's that? It's not the mama day. Which, hang on. I don't even know what day it is. Yeah, it's the one day it's, of the year that's not mama's day. Nice. <laughs> well, well, I was playing on it. If you remember the, the, the show in the 90s called The Dinosaurs. Not the mama. Not the mama. Not the mama day. Oh, yes. I remember that that show. So, in any case, I guess the uh, point is, is uh, go be with friends and family tomorrow. Go, go do important things and connect with your family and friends and do fun things. I hear the LNC is going to take the day off, which is uh, pretty nice. I, I'm hoping so. I, I, I have asked staff uh, to try their best to not do staff stuff tomorrow. And for those that don't know, our staff work incredibly hard uh, and work way more than they should. Um, and, and so uh, I, I am grateful to them that they put in the hours and the work that they do. Um, I've worked with staff. I, I was a volunteer for uh, a year and a half, um, proving that, well, anyway, the point is that I was, a, I was a volunteer for a year and a half, worked closely with staff and, um, so I've worked with those folks in the trenches. They work very hard. Um, and so 
I just want to, I'm hopeful that everybody can take the day off. I, I unfortunately, ha I have to sort out Robert Tools of Order. Hi, Richard. I see you're still there. Yeah, we'll be chatting soon. You want to pave the forest? You want to save the forest? We want to pave the forest. Anyway, sorry. You, you <laughs> but, say uh, it. You think about that yeah. video. Has anybody seen that video? Um, it's got uh, Nolan's in it and a few guys, but it's like what not to do at li Libertarian yeah. Outreach. Look ah, that up. Yes, yes that it's freaking hilarious. It's freaking if hilarious. Not, if people have not seen this video, uh, can somebody find it real quick and post a link in the chat? I think it's on YouTube. Dude, it's so funny. He, he's like, what to do? And it's like, it'll be somebody doing like, you know, being a normal person. And it'll be like, what not to do? Ah, oh, we should murder all school boards. Oh. It's literally like the anti-Arvin video, but it was made in the, like the 90s or the early 2000s. It's hilarious. Hilarious. How <clears throat> to run. I'm trying to find this thing. I think it's titled How Not to Man a County Fair Booth. <laughs> All right, just post the link. Don't play the video. I'm doing it. Yeah, no, I know. I, I stopped it. All right. It started auto-playing because, you know, you Ken, do the roll. Ken, I'm you about to, to send you a text message. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> when the parliamentarian sends you messages, it's either really good or really bad. It's uh, Ken, I, I stuck it in the chat. All right. So anybody <laughs> in the chat who's still here, check out that link. It's really, really funny. Um, it's you know uh, thankfully you know it is poking fun but it also does have a real message behind it that um you know you got to meet people where they are and uh, uh so well, I, and of course it's so funny because funny stuff all right don't don't play it now wait, wait till this closes it, uh, i i think we need to teach libertarian the meaning of the word don't <laughs> Look, what's happening is the when they're clicking it, it starts auto playing. I see. Am I being detained? Richard, oh, you're not on mute, by the way. Parliamentary opinion. Richard, you're not on mute. Richard, mute yourself. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, it's funny because we were calling Ken a nerd earlier, but then Richard's all talking about parliamentary whatever. To be well, fair, I don't know how to use the mute button. If you go onto the Roberts Rules Forum, Richard's like the like third most prolific poster ever, or something like that. Well, we're lucky to have him. Yes. Here, here. Uh, you pay him <clears> I don't know if anybody else who just flipped their video on wants to chat, but you know, another call for anyone else who wants to jump in here. Yep. Last. You know this is the real last call. Mark, Mark, hand up. Mark, you can chime in, buddy. I see your hand up. I, I think you're just scratching. Uh, 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 guys, uh, uh, well, um, uh, it is very nice uh, uh, atmosphere here. And uh, sorry, I didn't, I didn't log in intending to make a public comment, but can uh, thank you, thank you for this uh, opportunity. Uh, uh, actually, one angle that uh, uh, I was thinking about as I was so, sort of watching all this drama over the last week was that uh, the divisions, this caucus war is real and it's happening nation nationwide. And I think part of the problem of what's happened in uh, New Hampshire may have been structural in a, in a sense that this shift in control that happens in one go. And it is perhaps... Uh, 
may be helpful if uh, LNC may form uh, a commission of sorts to study the recommendation for states how to manage this kind of conflict uh, in terms of uh, electoral procedures and institutional um, fixes. And so I know that I will try to do it in, in my state, so I'm in New Jersey, but I think that uh, more than one state's uh, effort would be helpful because uh, sort of comparable uh, studies would uh, yield the be better results. Yeah. Ma so. Mark, I love the idea. Um, I mean, one of the things that in my 15 years involved that I've noticed is that we are not very good at institutional knowledge. Um, you know, passing information from one committee to the next uh, often does not happen. And uh, I think it'd be great if we could set some sort of standard up that uh, when things change over, then the next committee understands um, where what's happened before, that, that there's information being passed forward. And to, I think that's a big piece of it. And I also agree that the uh, standard operating procedures, uh, you know, that obviously states would be able to adopt voluntarily because we can't force anything from national and we wouldn't because we're libertarians. Um, you know, at least offering some assistance in that, that regard would be great. I, I don't know if we're going to do that right now, but I will tell you that a lot of the really good ideas that national ends up adopting do usually come from the states. Um, you know, the, the, um, right now there's a bunch of regional trainings that we've been doing that, that are, we've done one, we're going to do more. And that's, that's spreading that good information, information collected from the various states, um, to all the others and trying to teach everybody. So, um, I, I think that's a worthwhile endeavor. Um, I, I can't obviously commit the LNC to that, but. I think that'd be great. And if other states want to jump in and, and help with that, you know, one or two states, three states, uh, a region, an LNC region working on that kind of thing and then saying, here, look what we did. And it's great. You can't see my hands because they're too low. Here, look what we did. Um, it's great. You know, maybe it, other states would want to adopt it. Maybe national wants to help push it out uh, is a model that does work. And um, I, I would encourage you to, to follow that and see what you can do. Um, I have been trying for years to figure out a way to uh, prevent the internal problems that we've just gone through, and I have yet to figure it out. So uh, obviously my set of eyes is not working, so someone else's are going to have to figure it out. So I hope that you do. I'm confused that the what he actually proposed. But then I, I'm deaf and hard of hearing. So understanding people, sometimes it's hard. So what was it that he summarized what he said? Uh, I was trying to, to say, Matthew, was that, uh, I, I'll say it a little bit different. Uh, uh, I think that part of the problem is uh, that our, our elections, uh, state elections, are largely set up as winner-takes-all majoritarian elections. So uh, when at a single, uh, so when a small, uh, say two groups are divided uh, closely, and uh, there is a small shift, the entire board composition changes rapidly. Okay. And uh, uh, in, uh, this may be one one of the factors, is sort of structural factor that contributed, in my view, uh, to to what happened in New Hampshire. 
So essentially the same duopoly dynamics that we watch at the national scene and uh, heavily criticized. Okay, so what you're concerned is the continuity and discontinuity problem. Yes, that is correct, yes. I mean, I, I think the place to store that sort of institutional knowledge is Elpedia. Maybe not directly in like, you know, the, the pages like are there, but have a little tab or something or a, or, or a state of, you know, affiliate learning center. Obviously, you know, there's some variance in, in laws in various states, which may or may not apply to libertarians. Um, but, you know, it, it, in general, there's, there's going to be some best practices that are going to be fairly universal. And I just think having something like that and having them even state specific to where, hey, here's what happened in the past. But probably the problem that you get is, you know, there's often, so, there's sometimes a, uh, a you know, um, animosity as these elections happen, you know, like probably in this case. The guys that that are leaving hate the guys that are coming in. And so they're like, you figure it out, genius. Kind of like what happened there. It's like, well, they wouldn't do their filings. Well, okay. Well, you know, I think, Mark, to that, to that point, uh, one of the things that we put in place in Kentucky uh, back in 2009 um, is that at any time, only about half of the board flips over. So the way we're structured is that we have our four officers, we have uh, a handful of at-larges, and then we're, our next level down is our congressional district parties, and the chairs of those parties also sit on the state party. And so everyone has a two-year term. The state chair or the state officers and the at-larges are elected in odd-numbered years, and the district chairs and their boards are elected in even numbered years. And so there's never a complete turnover of the whole board. And different states do handle that different ways, but I do think that helps to have two year staggered terms um, that it, it does prevent uh, complete turnover so that no matter what, there's somebody on that board that knows what the heck happened at least for the last year, if not longer. That's uh, exactly one of the directions, staggered elections, uh, one of the directions I thought uh, uh, about, yes. Yeah, I, and I think I think Thank that you. does help. I Thank saw Greg, Greg Hirsch has his hand up. Greg, just jump in, buddy. Okay, well, I just want to say that, you know, with all the, everything going on with the New Hampshire, with all the, you know, high emotions and all that, I think as soon as by the time the 50th anniversary rally comes up here in a couple of months, this should be behind us. We'll be having a great time. If not, then certainly by our convention next year in Reno, things uh, be behind us. I hope so. And Greg, I, assume, by then. I certainly hope so. Greg, I assume you're going to the uh, the 50th? Yes. I figured. Yep, I, Greg, I, I, he lives in Indiana. Greg's awesome. Uh, got got my VIP ticket. Got my rental car. Got my hotel. Got my flight. I mean, shit, if I don't go now, I'm wasting money. Nice. Nice. So those are don't... Anybody want to buy my uh, Freedom Fest ticket? No. Well, I'm already going to Freedom Fest. I mean, I, I can't get there with the big hat. Well, you see the little, that's when he was little when he's eight months. He's going to be one year old on the 4th of July. And, um, but, you know, like, it's little bitty stinking planes coming from there. And Southwest doesn't go there. You know, ain't no way I can put him on there. I tried to get a, 
a rental um, it, from the closest airport Southwest flies into, which is Denver. And oh, they didn't have any. And that was like a month ago. So I was like, Southwest oh, doesn't fly into Rapid City. Not even close. Six hours. Is so, I to, so that's why I got a ticket on American, that I had enough miles and shit that it was free. Yeah, but, but American, like, like they're set up and whatever, and especially it's going to be little small. I mean, not puddle jumpers, but they're not big planes. And with, you know, even with getting two seats, you got to try to oh, yeah. in the middle of that. And you have so. All right. So for real, for real, anybody else wants to chime in, this is the time because I am the five hour energy is slowly wearing off because it's not really five hour energy. It's four hour energy. And I took it at eight. So. And my liver is really unhappy about it, but it'll get over it. So, and, and you see Richard's head moving back and forth. He's reading parliamentary shit. <laughs> yes, I, I, I uh, it'll be uh, reading opinions on 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 the, the merry-go-round libertarian shit show. I'm reading it, it's the a libertarian I'm, shit show with uh, Chairman I'm, Ken Mullen. I'm, I'm reading the email list, which is a shit show. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's a bigger shit show. My chair's name is Bob. <laughs> Ken, I sent you a friend request on Facebook, so I'm hope I'm hoping I'm important enough to. My uh, chair's name backwards. <laughs> backwards name is Bob. I, now that we have met virtually, I have a thing where if I haven't met someone at least virtually, I will not accept their friend request because I ran for office in 2011 and I got a bunch of weirdo Facebook stalkers. So. All right, I'm just trying to find it now. Reagan Foster. I know, I'm not, why is it not telling me I'm a friend request? Let me see. Da, 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 Facebook, you're garbage. You know, the, the one I thing that Facebook definitely has over uh, MySpace, we, we all aren't automatically friended mm -hmm. by the guy who founded it. Got it, mm -hmm. there it is. Now Facebook's quitting being dumb. <laughs> No, that's that's because Zuckerberg doesn't doesn't like anybody, <laughs> and nobody likes Zuckerberg, so Tom, it's mutual. Tom's everybody's friend. <laughs> wait, oh, oh, wait, 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 wait! I, I got another one before everybody goes. Real quick, MySpace junkie. If, if anybody used to MySpace, this will be a blast in the past. So you, you can wait. MySpace junkie. There we go. All right, you're not playing it, right? You're just putting it in the jet. Well, it's probably going to start for a hot second. I'm going to hit the... All right. Yes. All right. So, getting the link. Copying. Come back. Close my Zoom. Going into the chat thing. Pretty sure it's not the same one. All right. There's the link. MySpace junkie. So, anyway, anybody used to MySpace? If you didn't MySpace, then it's not going to make... If you're used to MySpace, you'll probably get a lot of the jokes. It's pretty funny. All right. All right. Let's call this a night, everybody. I uh, I thank everybody for uh, that hung out. Thank everybody for sitting through the meetings. And uh, we'll get through this. And we'll uh, continue our awesome stuff that we were already doing. So, you know, it'll all be good. Um, right. There is, by the way, I should go ahead, I guess, and plug LP Happy Hour. So if you like this kind of thing, LP Happy Hour happens on Fridays. Uh, it's not very well advertised, and it's on uh, Google Meet. 
which I actually want to move it over to the Zoom because I like Zoom better than Google Meet, but whatever. We'll figure it out. For now, it's still you over know, on me. You know what, Ken? I know. I know. Share, baby. I know. I I could I could move it, but <laughs> we'll worry about that stuff later. So the power. Yeah. Which wait, anyway, wait, okay, real quick. No Ryan, more Ryan, Ryan's going. Yeah, Ryan left. Never mind. Ryan, Ryan on the uh, IT committee. Uh, yes. You did it on Friday at what time? Uh, it starts at five o'clock Eastern time and runs until everybody passes out, which sometimes yeah, yeah, is nine in the morning on Saturday. Just you know, saying. at the moment, you are now um, ex officio of every committee. Oh, God. So, you, but you can participate in what you want. IT, baby. Yeah. So, all right. One more quick thing. Um, the last 30 something hours of of sitting in this seat, there's a lot of work. I, I just want to let people know it's it's a wild, wild time. And of course, it doesn't help coming in under these circumstances, but it's a lot. So uh, I have immense respect for those. And I did already, but once you're actually having to take the calls from staff and Tyler and uh, members and chairs and all of that, um, it's good, but it's a lot. So just, uh, um, you know, I, bear with me if I don't get right back to you, but uh, I, I do encourage our, our members to be engaged in the party. And uh, if you have a problem, you know, and aren't going to send me a form letter, please don't send me a form letter. Um, <laughs> but, but uh, you know. Uh, yeah, that's what lawyers are for. Hit me. Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> I get it. And, and that's fine, but our, the LNC's mailbox has been blown up by uh, what is essentially form letters, and, and it's okay. Um, I'm, I'm not saying not to send, but I'd encourage people to send your own thoughts, you know? I mean, be you. We're libertarians. Like, I, I follow nobody. That's my, one of my things is I, I worship at the cult of, I worship at the altar of no man, so. Could you create a form letter filter? I probably could, but it's not, it's not worth the time. It, well, I, I am hopeful that we get through this and that the, the, the emails that we get to the LNC are people expressing, and I, well, that's not even the right way to say it. How to say this right. Um, be you. That, that's what I want to say. Be you. That's all. We're libertarians. Be you. Well, Ken, um, you're doing a great job, and I think we all appreciate it here. Well, I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I'll do my best. That, that's all I can ever say. Is it's out of the best. car and start a limbo. It's time to shut this thing off. Yeah, yeah. It. Yeah, uh, yeah. When I get into the lubby-dubby, I love everybody mode, it's time to go down. So, yeah. all right. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Everybody have a good night. Thank you. And uh, You too, Mr. Chairman. And I'm out of here, folks. Good night, Ken. Richard, are we, Daniel. Richard, are we talking tonight, morning, Richard? We're not talking tonight. Good night, Zantu. Good night. Richard, we're not talking tonight, right? We're talking tomorrow. But that's up to you. I'm if, good. I'll call you next. All right. If it gives you any consolation, <laughs> it, uh, it'll be tomorrow in like uh, 50 minutes. It's tomorrow for Ken already. Yeah, it's already, it's already tomorrow. tomorrow. Um, all right. You all have a good night. Thanks for this, everybody. Have a good one. Good night. Thank you, Bob. Nice talking to you guys. Have a good night.
All right, it's the end of the third LNC meeting. Oh, that was just a long after-hours thing. But it looks like they voted on starting an investigative committee to uh, figure out what's going on in New Hampshire. Um, they adjourned so they could ask their nominees if they would be willing to accept their nominations. I'm not certain um, when the next meeting is going to be. But tomorrow is going to be a really big episode. Um, we're just going to start off with a quick interview with the Libertarian Party New Hampshire secretary. We can get a boots on the ground perspective on what happened and what went wrong. And after that, we're going to have about two and a half hours of uh, people calling in from all across South Dakota with their UFO witness testimonies. So definitely don't want to miss that. Uh, we've got $100 coupons for Freedom Fest in Rapid City, July 21st through 24th. That coupon code is FF21LPSD. Uh, there's going to be a lot of great speakers there. Justin Amaz, Joe Jorgensen, uh, Tom was uh, Dave Smith, J.P. Spears, Dave Rubin, Dr. Drew Pinsky, um, Larry Elder, uh, Larry Sharp. We're going to have an after party. Larry Sharp's going to come to our after party um, in Rapid City. Uh, Maj Tour is going to be speaking there. Apparently, Dennis Quaid is going to be there, too, at the Anthem Film Festival part of it. And then we had an interview earlier with the um, uh, Skozen. Um, that was a couple episodes ago. She pretty much gives the entire lowdown on the Anthem Film Festival. Be sure to check that out. Um, if you like the content today, be sure to uh, give us a like on uh, Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter. We're also on Spotify now. And we're on um, iTunes. Uh, be sure to check out our the Free Speech Media Network. Lots of great libertarian um, podcasts on there from all across the country. And I think that's it. Um, see if there's any comments. That I missed. I'm not seeing any. All right. We'll see you tomorrow at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, this episode was brought to you by Pink Coin. And you can check them out at pinkcoin.com. Thanks for tuning in. Oh my God, I was on mute that whole time. <laughs> For my whole closing speech. All right, uh, I'll just say it again. Uh, if you like this content, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, uh, check us out on um, Spotify, iTunes. Um, the code to get $100 off at Freedom Fest is. Um, let me get the code up. FF21LPSD. We've got a bunch of great speakers. We've got Justin Amash, Joe Jorgensen, um, JP Spears, Tom was just, or I said Justin Amash, uh, Dave Rubin, Larry Elder, uh, Dr. Drew Pinsky, John Mackey, Dave Smith, um, Larry Sharp's going to be there. Maj Tour. We're going to have an after party at Freedom Fest. Um, that's going to 
Larry Sharp's actually going to be attending that. So you don't want to miss out. Um, yeah, I think that's all. That's all for my closing statement, I think. Oh, yeah. Next, this tomorrow, we're going to have the uh, Secretary of the Libertarian Party of New Hampshire on. Um, he's going to give us a lowdown on what happened, how this, um, all this stuff happened with this party interwar. Um, and then I guess I didn't sum up the meeting earlier because I left myself on mute while I was doing that. Apparently if anybody's even still listening, uh, but basically they uh, voted to start an investigative committee and they adjourned so that they could ask the people that they want to nominate to be on this committee if they'd be willing to accept that nomination. So we'll get an investigative committee in regards to the New Hampshire debacle, and we'll get to the bottom of that in an official capacity. So stay tuned for that. And then, um, like I said, we're going to have the Secretary of the Libertarian Party of New Hampshire on tomorrow. But that's only going to be for like the first half hour. And then like the rest of the show, we're going to have a bunch of uh, UFO witnesses from all across South Dakota calling in and giving us uh, their testimonies and what they saw. So you don't want to miss this show. It's going to be really good. And thanks for tuning in. We really appreciate our audience at Hatchog Watchdog. And that's all I have for everybody tonight. And here we go. Here's the fine. Here's the real, the real time the real deal of me closing the show now. Um, we'll see you tomorrow at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Oh, yeah, and this uh, episode is uh, sponsored by Pinkcoin. You can check them out at pinkcoin.com.